Attention, this is a matter of national security. After a meteorite crashed into the New Jersey Turnpike, the following digital audio transmission from the You Watch I Listen podcast was intercepted by NASA scientists in the year 2019. The You Watch I Listen podcast is about to start. Sit down, listen close, and try not to die. The You Watch I Listen podcast starts now. Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah, oh, suck it nice and slow. <laughs> a couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? The fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, take it out, take it Dude, out. Dude, now I see why people followed Charles Manson. He was very straightforward. Yeah, he had the right idea. It's time for the You Watch I Listen podcast, and always remember, don't sniff it, just do it. It's like, like you're literally talking about whatever the fuck you want. Oh, Josh ain't here. Cool. Josh ain't here. Cool. And you know who else wasn't here last week? Uh, uh, all of us. Yeah. Us. Yeah. I was under the weather. I was a depressed little cunt, which I have to be sometimes. But other than that, uh, how are you, Taylor? Uh, I'm actually, uh, to be honest, despite everything going against me, I feel great. I feel, I, I feel clear and I feel fantastic. That's great. Um, we took last week off again. This is you again. This is the first time I'm saying it. This is you watch. I listen episode eighty four. Eighty four. Uh, we took off last week. Uh, just the timing was off. Um, it just didn't really work for everyone. So it made more sense just to let's take a week. Let's take a reprieve. Call it a mulligan. Yeah. And, you know, we got even more stuff to talk about in that time. I know I got a couple messages. Where's the new episode? Where's yeah, the I upload? Had a, I had a couple people um, ask I didn't, me too. I didn't answer anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> like listeners, like a couple friends I answered, but like listeners that were like, hey, where's the latest upload? I think I just blocked a few of them just hey, to be an <laughs> asshole. Hey, 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 listen, listen. Don't get, don't, don't be insulted if he, if he didn't, uh, text you back because he's done that to me plenty of times yeah yeah there's just times i i kind of just uh, disappear and then taylor thinks i like committed suicide i mean it's that a possibility was the, that, that was the first time like when i first figured out about you're like you're going into the sunken I, I place need to, i need to recluse sometimes i have to you go to the sunken place well i can be a very social and personable person i also need a lot of private time because otherwise i'm a fucking just too much of a ball of energy and then i get manic and anxious and then i i just start having sex with men who? 
uh, met your men. Quaz. <laughs> Quaz. Yeah, well, Quaz usually tries to have sex with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Bob, I will have sex with. Quaz is. I, I think Quaz has finally taken over the role of like, oh, Mike is trying to have sex with Dan. No, no. no Quaz is just the role of having sex with whatever man says yes. <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with that. He's trying to get his nuts off somewhere, um, dude. So Josh isn't here yet. He'll be here in a little bit, and then we'll be. At, let's see how long it takes him to realize his mic is turned down. I can't wait. <laughs> just let him talk for a minute, and then you just hear him in the background. Why? Yeah, you know, I, uh, what? Uh, but um, it was my birthday on Monday. I'm, I'm thirty, officially thirty plus. God bless you. I'm thirty-one. Yeah, thirty-one years old. Well, who um, cares? I had Answer a, it. I had a Answer ki- it. I, no, I don't even know what this is. It's it's an eight hundred number. It's some ticket related thing. <laughs> I know that. Um, don't but, answer that. Uh, I had a cool birthday. Uh, went to I uh, see nineteen seventeen over the weekend. We'll talk about that in a minute. I saw that too. Um, it, then Sunday we went over to Ears and uh, Ears boyfriend's house. It was sixty-five degrees out here in, on January twelfth. Yep. Welcome we to sat, Jersey. Just sat on their deck. It was fucking beautiful. I had a few day drinks. Um, I forgot to bring out the Slipknot whiskey, so maybe we'll just save that for next week. Um, uh, or this yeah. Saturday, we, I'll bring it. Saturday would be best. Because um, this Saturday, we're going to do a party for my birthday, but, um, weather permitting. Um, for oh, we'll be fine. Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone. Listen, even if you don't show up to your own birthday party, I will be there. Yeah, I think it's just kind of where you live on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, Are you there much. Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Not Friday. I'm there Saturday, Saturday Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. And you guys just sit around and... Take medicine? Well, I yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> then we order food. Well, I mean, like sometimes we'll order food. There was one time we decided to eat healthy for a weekend, so that was okay. nice for a weekend. At least yeah. you're honest about it. That no, it was just and then a weekend. And then sometimes uh, one of the roommates, like last night, like last week, he made a uh, four giant pork bellies. Oh hell and then yeah! He, so we made like pulled pork and coleslaw hell sandwiches, yeah. bro. Wild. Um, yeah. And then like so, half the time it's like because they have my movies um, yeah, yeah, yeah. on my iTunes login, so they're just yelling at me. It's like Mike, you. Buy any good movies. Don't buy any good movies. And then they complain about Plex. They're yeah, like, oh, the quality yo. is. Dude, you're not at the movie theater. Like, shut the fuck it, up. As long dude. as it's not off a video camera, shut the fuck up. Like, like just to give you an idea of the, the, the movies that I've purchased lately and they're complaining about. Blade Runner 2049. Okay. Blade Runner. Wait, wait, wait. They're complaining about Blade Runner? More than likely, yes. Okay. Quaz uh, is definitely complaining. Uh, Apocalypse Now. Okay. The Master. Gladiator. Unbroken, which is amazing. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge, Cloverfield, It Chapter 2, Lighthouse, Beverly Hills Cop, and Joker. Okay, you haven't named a single movie I wouldn't watch multiple times over. And here's the, here's the that thing. That I haven't watched multiple times The worst times movie over. out of all of these is Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, and that's a classic. It's fucking it's great. It's an all-time classic. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. And then I'm looking do, at the do, rest do, of them, too. Do, Hold on, let me do, just read some of these. So they're saying they can't find anything. Night Before, great. Patriots Day, didn't love that I, I, I like it. Pacific Rim, a lot of people love it. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 2, Tombstone, On the Waterfront, Reservoir Dogs. Okay, First one I'm going to call Mulligan on is The Greatest Showman. I'll give you that. that that's 100% a guilty pleasure in mine. Yeah, yeah. It, um, then, again, The Sand Pebbles, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, August Burns Red Live, Foxcatcher, which I just rewatched. Incredible, incredible film. These, like, these are all my recently purchased, and then they're like, Bob, Bob gets it. Bob, Bob's okay. Yeah, but Bob is more amb- um, he's ambitious. More, he's more um, he's a- open. adventurous yeah, with def- his film watching. Definitely. And well, because I he appreciate always, that. He always, always he's, he's like, oh, Revenant, gonna suck. Dude, like, that. that is still to this day annoys me. And then me. he watches it. He's like, it was really good. Like, yeah, dude, we told you. And we've been saying it for months, we, dude. We like, The Revenant you. is amazing. There's a reason why he finally won an Academy Award for that shit. So, can I tell you about my experience? I'm not going to talk about 1917 as a movie yet, but I want to tell you yeah. what happened when I went to see the movie when it yes. was over. Okay. So, we're leaving the theater. This was crazy because we went like a, on a, like a 1.30 show on a Saturday. 
And, it's better uh, than but, my 730 the, fucking Rise yeah, of Skywalker. did it before football. The <laughs> landlord and I were the youngest people in the theater. It was a pretty full theater. Really? We were the youngest ones there. And as we're going to leave, I'm putting on my sweatshirt. And as I put <laughs> I put my arm through the sweat, my sweatshirt, and I, you know, you ball up a fist and you push it through. Naturally. As I'm doing it, a senior citizen walks by and I socked him right in the fucking face. Dude, right in the jaw? Dude, I hit him right across <laughs> the bridge of his nose and his mouth and I felt his glasses fall off and I panicked. I was like, the landlord sees it happen. She's standing in the doorway. She's like, oh my God. And I see her starting to walk away and the guy's like, this, oh, and I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, sir. Have a great day. <laughs> it was like Michael Sarah walking away in Superbad. So if you had to guess that the, the, this gentleman's age. What oh, he was at least 70-something. 70? He was in his 70s. Okay. And so he was he, about 5'2". So he wasn't old enough to like get knocked up by Joe Lewis. If Maybe I, if a I, prime of Andy Holyfield. He stumbled from yeah. this, and I felt teeth. Was was it like an Anderson like, Silva, this, like like patting a Forrest Griffin? Kind of. This is the best part. Like, my first instinct after I did that was I shook out my hand, like, ow. ow. I was like, I just punched oh, that old... Oh, my like, God. I felt like... <laughs> I felt the tapioca pudding in his teeth. I was from punching it. I was gonna say soft, felt the dentures move. Soft as a bag of milk, dude. Yeah, I I kind of felt bad, and then I went and had Outback, and Outback was delicious. Bloomin' onions make you never feel bad about anything uh, until you're on the toilet. Yeah. Twenty minutes. Twenty later. minutes later. Yeah. Hell like, yeah. We're gonna experiment with this. Uh, Josh is going to uh, Las Vegas this weekend. We're gonna make him bring us back in and out burger. Yeah, dude. And uh, he's gonna get the, the in and out on Saturday. And we're not going to eat the actual burgers he buys until Wednesday, which means they've been sitting in the fridge and they traveled across country. Dude, we're going to get Ebola. Still fresher than White Castle. I will never eat White Castle again. I've White Castle has been on my shit list for a while now, just literally because I shit that, after I eat it, and then after, yeah. because it made it makes me physically so ill. So this one night we used to do this thing called Rogue Mondays when we all lived together. That was and by crazy. all I mean me, Greg, and Taylor. <laughs> And um, we always, we'd order food. But the one day we told Grohow, like, dude, pick up White Castle. We haven't had White Castle in forever. He's like, how much? He was like, get a Crave Crate. Which and is, if you're not familiar with the Crave Crate, it's a hundred sliders. Yeah, it's too much. It's literally a hundred sliders. So when, you, so when your weight, so when your units of measurement are crate, case, yes. and sack, so you're having issues. We got not just the Crave Crate, we, got a, we also got a Crave <laughs> Case with that. So it was 130 sliders. 130 sliders. He got like eight orders of chicken rings uh, and a ton of French fries. A ton of fries. And then Josh brought the fucking the barrel juices. Where it's the, just sugar water just and whatever sugar water and purple. Yeah. And sugar water purple. So I ate about 16 to 18 sliders that night and a ton of chicken rings. It's disgusting. And the next day, I, there was probably what, like maybe 12 of us there for this? Yeah, and we still 12. had minimum 50 burgers. We had a good out. amount left. So the next day, I woke up and thank God I was working from home because I woke up my room smelled like a meat locker that had like a meat freezer that wasn't frozen anymore shitty onion water it, my, i you could cut the air th in my room with a butter knife like Ugh. it was just it smelled so it bad was musty and then <laughs> that weekend we had like a bonfire and we threw the rest of the burgers in the fire well and, you remember greg and i ate them like a day yeah, later you guys like regretted it like you were like oh yeah, yeah dude, yo we microed them and was like yo this is terrible idea yeah Straight and up. <laughs> then the, the fire smelled even worse that was the disgusting. fire was horrendous dude, it was like I, I like i would rather get west nile virus than, i just than was like, I, I was full from like seven sliders. I remember Richie just watching me, just kept eating them. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, I gotta keep going, dude. <laughs> well, Adrian, so, um, so, got diarrhea. <laughs> so even though we hate on White Castle, White Castle, we owe to the birth Pears. of... Uh, <laughs> we owe to the birth of our stupidest joke, which is just saying the word you're. Yeah, um, which is your soon-to-be tattoo. 
Yeah. How, so, how excited are you for that tattoo? I'm actually, uh, I'm, I'm excited to get tattooed. Did you again. decide where you ideas. want it? Uh, probably gonna do it like right above my knee. Oh, like I right like here. it. You're like right here. And then, and then, so here's the thing. I want to, I want to do an outline in gold. Okay. And then on the other, I want to have this, the stars. I want to have like space, so it's gonna be black oh, with the stars in the year. Okay, I like it. If I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do it Can my do your- way. A- episode one, the Phantom Manass. The, the Phantom Manass. <laughs> no, you're Man. episode one, Perosi versus Micah. <laughs> episode one, you're. No, it's your episode one, but. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so would th- you that's, do that? I would, okay, let me think about it. I'll get back to okay. you in a week. Okay. So the birth of that was literally White Castle. Me, Bob, and Justin, we go to White Castle and Hasbro Kites. So it's such nonsense. And we fucking and so like the so uh, we came up with this rule is like if you, if you when you eat your crave case you have to <laughs> eat the last one in one bite. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. So you eat it in one bite. So here's so the it's thing: like sprinting to the finish line. Exactly. Justin wanted nothing to do with the crave case after Bob and I ordered. So Bob and I were like, all right, we have to do fifteen. Mm. So I. On my 15th one, I one-bite it. Okay, cool, guys. Let's get out of here. I walk outside. I take a sip of Dr. Pib and everywhere <laughs> over the fucking... Yeah, dude, dude, all over. And then... So then there's a video somewhere Bob has of me just over a garbage can just trying to sip and wash my mouth out. He goes, you know what make you feel better? If you lick... Uh, it was like if you lick my butthole or something like that. And then he goes... Who's but your <laughs> your wait? I the puking thing just made me think of a really good story. So one time, uh, I was uh, I was in high school. It was me, uh, Danny, and Jeremy Pantovic at Jeremy's house, and our friend Todd and a few <laughs> few different girls drinking at his house. And it was like a snowstorm, and we had this was the worst idea ever. We thought it'd be cool. Like his, his, uh, someone bought us a thirty pack of. Budweiser, which I don't ever want. I never want. I don't know why I thought it'd be cool drinking it then. Um, this is actually the origin of where I started calling it butt wiper. It's the all-American so, beer, dude. So during the snowstorm, we decided just because Jeremy's room was upstairs, he had a deck on it in his room. It was really cool. Go out mm. there and hang out, have that's, sex, whatever. That's pretty sweet. Um, and we kept the beer outside during the snowstorm. Perfect idea. But the problem was it was so cold, they started to freeze. <laughs> so I had already drank in like seven butt wipers. And then I open up another one. It's half frozen. It just starts foaming. So I'm like, oh, so I just drink all the foam. So I'm standing in the circle. Jeremy was like hooking up with his girlfriend, like in this room with all of us there. So it's me, Danny, Todd. (laughs) And so I'm drinking all the foam and I'm just sitting there. I feel fine. I feel normal. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And dude, but this is the thing. It was a perfect stream right into Todd's brand new sneakers. (laughs) It landed in it like a beer pong shot. And dude, it it's like you called. It it's like you called Island. Uh, yeah, no, it was like I, I love you, man. <laughs> in your foot. But it yeah. was like more like someone just turned on a water fountain. Oh my god! And it was I. That's that was, Hawaiian punch. And uh, I, I had terrible diarrhea. That's, the usually, next that's, day. that's usually what follows. Yeah, butt wiper. It's no good. All right, why don't we get into our reviews yeah. and picks, and right. then we'll talk about nonsense. So, so why don't I go first? Sure, because, please. Uh, Ooh, like knock my microphone off like right. I'm fucking Michael J. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, so he's Eddie, a great painter because it just looks abstract. <laughs> everyone says he copies James uh, James yeah. Pollock. If you ever uh, need someone to shake something, just hand it to him. Hashtag Bo Burnham. Yeah, not how a baby you, though. How do you trace the scatter plot? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Go ahead. So you gave me it chapter two starring a whole bunch of people. McAvoy, Bill Hader, Chastain. Jessica Chastain. Chastain, that's um, who it is. And then uh, obviously the great Bill Skarsgård playing Pennywise the Clown. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Please. Uh, First one's better. I agree. Uh, this be uh, okay. So you think you think with a movie with a cast like this, as good as it is, that th- it would be better than the first movie? Yeah. But it 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 
like a lot of movies do, um, the sequel kind of suffers because the first one is yeah, usually better. I, and so it, it, it becomes hard to kind of like compare the two because sure, they're two separate sure. movies about the same Which thing. Which is why I've said since I saw it, I would love them to do a mashup. Like the book is told, where it's more flashback telling the kids to the adults. Where it's, the where, kids, where it's not, and it's it not one long movie. Where it's not, well, it's not nonlinear. Correct. That would, that would Correct. make, that would make more sense. I mean, but, I mean, even then, it's nonlinear in the book because it's like it, it tells Bev's story and then yeah. it goes back to Bev now and then her remembering what happened as a child. Kind of like what they did with this one. Yeah. But it's much harder in this context. And the other thing that the second, I do like the second movie. I know. I, 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 I like it too. I, I, it. I generally like. I it, actually, yeah. this was only the. I think this was the third time I saw it because I saw it in the theater and I watched it once since then. This is the first time I really sat down and tried to absorb it. And I did like it less this time than the first two times. I still enjoyed it. I've genuinely enjoyed it. Bill Hader's incredible in it. He's an amazing, amazing Bill, actor. Bill, Bill Hader's great. I like but McAvoy a lot. McAvoy, Eddie, bringing back the, Eddie was great. Eddie the kid was that played fucking, Eddie, yeah. there's, some, there's some parts. Hey, I fuck laughed, you, man. I laughed my ass off at when Eddie's in the pharmacy and the guy, um, the guy starts puking on him and they cut to the like, love music. <laughs> yeah. was really funny. I like that. But the problem that I thought this movie had, it chapter two, was, and I don't even think it's a problem. It's the stuff that they tried to explore to wrap up the movie is the really weird stuff in the novel. So, so, the really weird stuff. The, the I, Ritual of yeah, Judd. Yeah, I kind of wish they went deeper into that. Yes. I mean, because they kind of did like a shitty little montage. I wanted the fucking kinda, turtle. Like, I wanted the turtle. Like, yeah, it's to Pennywise's give you, arch rival. Give you the whole, because like the, the, they played it up in the first movie where like the kid drops the turtle in the first movie they, and they, shit like that. I, that to me was more so, like a, a like like Easter egg. It's paying because homage it's not almost. just that where he has the Easter Legos, but when they're yeah, in, the, right. the, in the quarry too, he says, I think I feel a turtle. It's like the little Easter egg like that. Yeah, but it's tiny things like that. Um, yeah. I will say my favorite part of the whole movie also made me laugh when it shouldn't have is the final face off Pennywise yeah. when uh, Richie Bill Hader's character comes out hey you stupid bitch ass yeah, deadlights that, that was dude, that there was some awesome. parts where I, I was laughing and I was like am I supposed to laugh but I was like yeah you know what so, because everyone was laughing the stuff with Henry ba with uh, uh, yeah, Henry Bowers mm -hmm. was really really twisted like when he, yeah. when he stabs Eddie through the thing I thought they downplayed that a little too much because that's, yes. that's a pretty serious well, injury it's also in the book he got stabbed in the fucking face um, dude in, in the book it's uh, what's his name Mike yeah, that Mike, gets stabbed yeah. And ends up in the hospital. Um, Mike's they, the fat one, or Mike's the Mike's the, Mike's the, the black guy. Kid, black the black kid. guy. Yeah, you right. could say black guy. I mean, I don't think anyone's gonna know who he is. The fat one, the black one, the the nerd with asthma, the the slut, uh, the domestic violence victim. Oh, they're the same person. Um, whatever. Yeah, it's all the same, right? <laughs> um, but th there are some things I thought were done really, really well. I, I do agree they should have gone into the mystical side of the ritual of Chud. Because, I would have liked it a little more. Um, but this is where I've always thought that it would work so well as a true like Netflix series because there's so many things you could do. I actually gave the directors, uh, or the director and the writer, um, a ton of respect for opening the movie with the hate crime scene because yeah. that is a crucial part in the book. Yeah, so a, a lot of directors, when it comes to book, will usually omit big yeah. parts of it just, just for the sake Correct. of it being on screen. Correct. And that, is, and that, that was is, a controversial scene. It Listen. People were bothered by it, and people are also bothered by the fact that they imply that Bill Hader's character is gay in it. But yeah. it is it is insinuated in the book, not as much as it is in the movie. Yeah, right. But it's insinuated in the book that so, he is sexually questionable. So I like Quaz. So, <laughs> so the same thing when I saw that the hate crime to start the movie. One, that's hell of a way to start a movie, and two, it is very disturbing oh, because I feel because like, it's, it's so a, real. It's a very graphically violent scene without it being gory. Yeah, it looks at like all. an actual beating. Yeah. It looks like American what's, history. Yeah. What's suck? It's like to me, it's that like that remind not you know in the same level that reminds me of Leo and the Revenant with the bear. Yeah, where it's like it was you, that you, uncomfortable you have the same kind of 
uneasy. Yeah. Um, my, um, my personal favorite scene, and this was when Bev went to her old place, and oh, you see yeah, Pennywise dude. without the makeup, and he starts rubbing it. and it, But then he scratches thought, himself. That was blood. really Ugh. fucking cool. I yeah. thought that was cool. I would have loved to he see looked, more about... He looks creepier without the fucking makeup, dude. I, I kind of hope they go back and they do more stuff about the history of it, because Skarsgård is so good as Pennywise... Mm-hmm. And I thought the stuff in the fun house was really cool with the mirrors. I, I thought it, th- that part would kind of... Kind of I, I want to say annoyed me. That's not what I mean. It, it definitely, like... This movie made me feel something, and I felt for the characters, obviously, because of the previous sure, movie. Sure, But, like... I had uh, I had like an I had like an admiration for the kid that uh, that that Bill wanted to save and he just couldn't and he watched Pennywise eat him. Yeah, that was brutal. That was fucking wild. Yeah. So b- that on top of what I'm about to say is the one thing I didn't like about the movie that stood out to me most. What stands out from movie one to movie two is that Pennywise, you have this. You know, it's there's a mystery around it. You this really don't entity. know who he He's is, an entity. but you don't see him eat anybody outside of him ripping Georgie's arm off in the well, opening and scene. The, well, and in this one, they, the, when he kills the well, gay kid, he kills the gay kid. He eats him, and then he definitely eats someone else. Well, he, in the, he eats in the, the, the other house, kid, they the show his house. mouth open up, and then it's just blood. But, but at the same time, like you, you see Pennywise in action, but it's off camera. Yeah, I, um, I agree with which that. Which is something I, like, I thought that they didn't use Bill Skarsgård enough in this one. Um, it was still a good movie. They, I liked it. I, I liked the anticipation, like the one thing I love from movie one to movie two was the uh, Henry Bauer's buddy with the fucking with the aerosol yeah yeah that was cool where he's driving him around oh my god Um, no there was some really really fun like it was way funnier than I was expecting the same thing with the first one it was really really funny yeah and the guy has a very good and I've always said I said this a bunch on the show the line between horror and comedy is very thin yeah you don't realize that you can make I mean look at a movie like Shaun of the Dead one of the great Hilarious. Ho- great zombie movies of all time. Yeah, facts. And if you just pulled back a little bit of that comedy or changed the lines, it's a straight-up horror movie. Mm-hmm. But it's both. The line is so between. I mean, most comedies are great because they're dark, and that could easily become a psychological yeah. thriller or a horror I film. mean, that's even the same thing with The World's End. The yeah, World's, the world's End exactly. is a crazy fucked up exactly. movie. Uh, but like I said, overall, this movie is a lot of fun, and because I am a fan of the source material and I'm a it's, fan of the first one, it, it's, it's, it's good. It's enjoyable. It's I definitely say, a step down. I, it, I liked it, but it was a step down from one. It, I wouldn't even say a significant step down because there are part like a, a scene Bill, here. Bill you Hader was the here. best part for me. Ma- I thought he was the best part As, of the movie. Listen, we at the show absolutely love McAvoy for everything he did in yeah. Split. This one, and Jessica it, Chastain was really good too. It felt yeah, she was a great Bev. It felt kind of weird. If, if yeah, <laughs> it felt like he phoned it in a little bit. I'm not trying to like downplay it a little bit. I, no, no, I actually but I agree. It, it, I actually agree. It's a hard character to I play. I don't know if he. Fo- I, that's kind of what I think. I don't know if it's that he phoned it in. I just think that. It's really hard to capture the the central character when you're trying to do so much in a two and a half hour window with so many other characters that the original the first movie was able to do because he was the central of the conflict. Yeah, and that's why I think it would play so much better if you made it into one movie. Well, because then you could, everything would work. Because then an episode would take place for one character, one character, everyone's Correct. playing second fiddle. Correct, and you fiddle. can do you can if you make it like you combine the two movies, you use deleted scenes, kind of like what they did with the Godfather saga. Yeah, they did facts. two and one chronological, which is great. Yeah, and. They put in deleted scenes you can give more context you could put more violence in there there's more dialogue there's more depth to the characters so so i think as one movie two would be as good as one if yeah. you combine them but obviously it's one movie then. so so i would say out of all the main characters of the losers club the best one in the second part of the movie one is richie which is bill Hader. yeah two is bev which is chastain's character yeah. eddie and then eddie is great uh, McAvoy's down there. The one thing that did annoy me too is that um, I forget what's the fat kid's name ben. again. That Ben, when he goes, you know, he goes from the pudgy kid to this big CEO conglomerate yeah, mogul, Jacked. and he comes back. He's this great looking dude, and there's all this shit, and it's like, 
you kind of just he's kind of just there and he's kind of just trying to win Bev's approval yeah, the whole time which, I, which I is kinda, like kind of which kind of annoyed me because their story in the novel is so well done and there's so many little shades to it yeah and, and, it, and if it's, it felt like Mike was just there to like bring the story to yeah, the correct, to Chud correct. shit um, the, the part at the end again the who done it with Mike leaving out the fourth part of the ritual which yeah. was kind of, which kind of was like a fuck yeah and then, well I think um, that was because to really go into what the ritual of Chud is well, it's right. a whole movie on its own right and then the, and then finally the last thing the only bad thing I, other bad thing I have to say about it is I do like the final showdown with Pennywise it feels a little comical to me well, at I, points my biggest complaint about like the a movie fucking crap my biggest complaint... Well, that's what he is. That's what no, he, his I actual know. form is. I'm just saying. Like, um, my biggest complaint with the movie as a whole is that it, it's a little too CGI for me. Yeah, There's certain too scenes much. where it looks too silly. Yeah. And other scenes where it doesn't look bad. Um, there's some scenes where it's pra- it looks like it's almost practical CGI, and other scenes where it's too much. Um, the other big thing that they diverted from in the movie compared to the book was the fact that... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, the one that committed suicide. Oh, Stanley. Stanley. Um, he left him the note at the end. Yeah, that is not from the book. That is made up for this, and I did not mind it at all. I, I thought it made sense for the film. Things for cinema. I thought, you it, I thought it made sense for the film. Right. Um, to capture like it made it gave his character's death more meaning than the, just that he was scared, and uh, that's why he killed himself. It, well, it was, I was gonna say the way the note is described, it makes a lot of sense. We'll always be losers, correct. and it's like I'm the weakest. Thing, I had so no I took issue with that. Out. Some people were bothered by that. I had no issue with that. But no, I none. did. I did really enjoy. The so movie. Uh, as a final grading, just to be fair, because it is good, but it's not great. Uh, it's gonna. It's gonna get a solid six because yeah, I did I enjoy. Think that's it. fair. I think I've I've watched this I think twice yeah, or three times already. I enjoy, like it. It's an e- to me they're both fun easy watches despite it being a horror movie. The first one isn't an easy watch for me because it's legit creepy. The second one is like I said a little more comical. To Bill me. Hader just kills me in the fucking he's movie. Fucking he's amazing. so fucking funny. So he's one of the best actors alive right now without question. I still gotta watch Barry. Um yeah dude you'll we'll love finish. It. I'm you'll, like halfway through season you'll, one. You'll love it. All right so Taylor you gave me of Mice and Men the Flood deluxe edition. Yeah because I needed um, the four tracks before the album. I didn't know what. What the four songs were that weren't included. It didn't say on iTunes what it's, the it's, four. It was just the, the the first four songs, literally, the including f- the calm, the one that's just the intro, the calm, okay. the storm, or whatever. I forget okay. what it's called. So, um, starting out with the calm, it's just an intro. So it's a cool intro though, and it perfectly segues into the second so- song, the storm. Yeah. And they kind of feel like almost like one big song, but I get the whole idea. Like a concert, you open with the calm, and then everyone knows what's coming next. Especially with Austin Carlisle. Correct. Yeah. It's like when Slipknot does the opening of the first the debut album, and then they play sick right after yeah, right. Just the whole thing I think is sick here the comes thing, the pain yeah exactly so then the storm I really liked I gave it a 3 um, the flood I gave a 4 I'm gonna give you all my song ranks and tell you what I tell me if you think what I thought about it okay, okay? the flood I gave a 4 uh-huh. um, the depths I gave a 4 so four. we got 2 3's and 2 4's uh, my favorite song on the album was the 5th song or no, this uh, the fifth song. Yeah, OG Loco. OG Loco, fucking great. awesome, wild dude. Um, I really liked Ben Through. I gave that a four. The, um, the things I noticed about the next three songs that the progressions on them are phenomenal. Yep, they transition the the one thing about this this genre. Uh, I don't. I guess it's metal, metalcore. No, is it's. It? I, I just. It's metalcore, really. Yeah, okay. is what it's called. So my biggest complaint generally metalcore is the progressions in every song sound like they come in the same spot. They have the same time signature. That was not the case with this. No. I really like the way they break everything down. The you drummer are, and the bass player are phenomenal in this band. They are so tight. So bass player Aaron Pauly, who is now the lead, who is now the lead singer solely and the a drummer was the original drummer for a Static Lullaby. For all you fans who actually know that. 
Okay. Stack all so, that was crazy. Fantastic. Um, next song is Let Live. I gave that a four. I don't know how to pronounce this last, next song. Still. I Listen. <laughs> I think they would have just pronounced YDGN. Still YDGN. I believe. Really like that. That was a four. That's fun. Um, and then my second favorite song on the album is the next one. My Understandings. Fantastic. Yep. Another one where musically it's great. The vocals are great. This, uh, the transition from screaming to the the, mel- the melodies are fantastic. Uh, Ohio is on fire is a four. Purified's a five. Product of a Murderer, I like, didn't love, it's a three. Mm-hmm. Repeating Apologies, another one of the songs I love in this, a five. Uh, the Great Handowski is a four, I'm a Monster, a three. And the final song, When You Sleep at Night, was a three. Um, now, metal. I feel like I've been toughest on the most of the Metalcore albums you've given me because of my those complaints I just well, said. Which is, I mean, it, those are very fair arguments because, listen, I could listen to a brand new Metalcore band and I could tell you when, I could tell you when the, when yeah, the breakdown it's is like, coming. That, I know it's coming. I, and the thing I liked about this one is that I didn't ever feel it coming. I felt yeah. like they were always in the right place. They changed their time signatures throughout. Um, musically, fantastic. Lyrically, I loved it. Vocally, I loved it. This has been the best, uh, although I did like the one that you got the tattoo of a lot. The ghost, I uh, was the, what, what Dayseeker? Dayseeker, I love. Sleep love. Talk. Sleep Talk. I love that. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the best metalcore albums you've given me. Yeah, um, for sure. I'm going to give this a four and a half out of five. That's Even crazy. the songs that were threes, I really liked. Yeah. I found myself like instantly just bopping to this album because the first time I listened to it, I don't look at any of the songs. I don't look at the names of them. I just play it. Yeah, you just let it go. I just want a natural feel for Which it. Which is fair. That's a good thing to Unless do. Unless I think it sucks and I'm like, what's this piece of shit? <laughs> yeah, and right. I didn't have to do that once this whole uh, time. Lou Reed? Yeah, no, uh, Lou Reed and the one that you, the <laughs> Attack Attack album. Oh, Dude, someday came I, suddenly. I, within two seconds, I'm like, what is this what garbage? What if I can't check my MySpace when we get there? Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. The song titles, <laughs> I was glad I looked because the song titles were the best part of the album. Bro, Ashley's but, here. Uh, uh, what? Bro, Ashley's here. Yeah, exactly. Here. Um, <laughs> uh, of Mice and Men, um, The Flood, Deluxe Edition, you kind of have to love this music. If you just put this on, you don't like metal, you'll hate it. Because, oh, again, sure. you have to be able to appreci- appreciate metal in general. Yeah. But with this one... There was not a single song I wanted to skip over. I added the entire album to my own playlist. It actually came on in the shower this morning, and I'm like sitting there, like half asleep. I was like, "Do I want music or Boomer and Geo this morning?" And I'm like, "All right, let me just hit shuffle." And then it's just, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, "I'm awake, Boomer, I'm awake, I'm jerking off." Boomer and Geo was boring, dude. They were talking about the fucking Jeopardy shit. Yeah, that I don't, like, I don't okay. care about. Wait, time out. I watched it. I know you did. I it, absolutely know you did. Wait, okay, so four and a half out of five, and that's what you got. Um, four and a half out of five. Yeah. No shit. Um, uh, okay, so Jeopardy really quick. Did you see the TV ratings this shit did? It did 15 million views. Okay, but so the, uh, um, there's this calendar out. Not a calendar, it's a chart. It tells you the top 50 rated television programs in the last calendar year. Okay. Before this tournament started, 49 of the 50 were NFL games. <laughs> That's okay? awesome. Yeah. Crazy. Since this started... Numbers. Uh, I didn't see the ratings for last night, but the first three episodes, episodes two, uh, episode well, episode one, two, and three of this are ranked two, three, and four in the ratings. People are down for this shit. Oh yeah. I said that. I think when we talked about J- Jeopardy James, I said that they got to do a competition with him and Ken. Well, we were saying well that, was, and then they threw that Brad guy in there who had, was had a terrible showing. Didn't but uh, he is like a historic game show well, winner. Well, well, I mean, he's won five million dollars yeah, from crazy. fucking game shows. But so these like, two are just on another level. Did you see the dig that James took at Brad last yeah, night? Yeah, he just fucking pointed at him. No, so he I, was, I, Said, so, but. so basically, what um the way the two they do two games on Jeopardy, just like normal, it's Jeopardy then double Jeopardy. Okay, yeah, right. What they do with this one is whatever your score is from the first game, uh, when the second game starts, whatever your score was gets added for what your score from the second game is. Whoever has the most points from the two games combined wins that match. Yeah, facts. okay. Whoever got the first three wins won the game, or won the tournament. Okay, so. At the end of the yesterday, at the end of the first uh, for, or first Jeopardy, um, Brad had zero. 
Okay, yeah. so they show the scores. They're like, oh, we're going to erase your scores now, and uh, we'll uh, bring them up after double jeopardy. So they erase them. Now they all say zero. And James go, hey, Brad's score is still the same. <laughs> dude, dude that's I great. lost it. I was like, I love that's that. funny. And they all like it was fun because they were having fun with it. Yeah. Like it was a fun, competitive little thing. Well, and Ken Jennings ended up. Well, it, it's not like they weren't going to get paid either way. I think second they, and third place get two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and then Ken and Jennings got a, got a million. I'll tell you, Alex Trebek looks like shit. Well, I just got a fucking chemo. Uh, it dude. makes me really sad. Like, it like, makes me really sad. So when he made the announcement, I, 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 I genuinely felt awful because like he, dude, he's, he's a, a game show he's host. He's a childhood. He like he's a. He's been around. For, he's been around before our childhood. Dude, he's, he's been around for like what 35, 40 yeah, years, something I mean, like that. He's one of the. It, it was growing up. It was him and Bob Barker. Pat Sajak's a jerk off. Who cares about Wheel of Fucking Fortune? Dude, that's what the white trash dude, go and on. First of all, now that Vanna White's the host, it's even it's better. Well, I think just while he's recovering from his surgery, she's the host. Yeah, it's better because Vanna White. Is still great. a piece of ass. Dude, she can get it, yes, man. Yes, still. Still dime piece. Um, At like, what, 70? So, speaking of uh, cancer, we lost a great one this week. I shouldn't have uh, laughed at that. We lost, uh, we lost the great Neil Peart. Uh, top three drummer of all time. I was going to say, if you do a Mount Rushmore of drummers... Uh, he's he, on there. He's up there with uh, two others we've lost uh, way before us. John and, uh, Bonham. Uh, John Bonham and Keith, Keith Moon. Moon. Um, to me, they're the three greatest drummers of all time. And I say this as someone that is not a big Rush fan, but from a musical standpoint, I've always respected them, especially... Neil Peart. Well, Neil he's Pert, on another yeah. level. Well, Neil Peart's a big deal. I mean, especially when the drummer takes over, like writing the lyrics. Well, yeah, like, I write, mean the fact that like, he was the, the crutch, he was the glue, uh, everything in between of Rush. I mean, if you, I mean, if you watch Behind the Lighted Stage, which is the documentary yeah. of them, it's clear cut that you know Alex and Getty are best friends for life, sure. and Neil's just the other guy that wants to be on his own all the time. Yeah, he's a God very private person. So you know, he was battling brain cancer pretty much secretly. I think, yeah, I didn't hear a thing about this. Knew, they just toured two years ago. I knew he, nothing he about. Had, Brain cancer, and he was still just ripping YYZ. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very fortunate to see them live. They played, uh, they played moving pictures and uh, snakes and arrows in their entirety at yeah, that show. I went to Time Machine. I, I was really bummed out because you know this is one of the the last guys from that era that is still just you know on another level. Mm -hmm. Still you know, better than lost, everyone. We lost Ginger Baker a few months ago, one of the greatest terrible, drummers man. of all time. Yeah, right. Um, you know, with Neil Perko going, you know, there's the rush is done. Like you can't have anyone come in. I mean, I know there's people that can come out and play what he played. There's great drummers on there. Tool, they'd open up the second leg of their tour and they've been doing rush covers because yeah. they're one, their drummer's one of them that could fucking go. Yeah, for He's sure. He's probably one of the few. I mean, if, if you're going to, if you, if they were to do it, you know, the, my number one pick would be to have Mike Portnoy do it. Just, yeah. Just because Portnoy like, is the only other person like with dream theater doing fucked yeah, up crazy shit. Yeah, for shit. sure, for sure. Like he's the only one that could do what Neil Peart does to be honest, in yeah, my opinion. Yeah, and you know, and I say this again as someone that like Rush is never the band I'm rushing to put on. I'll listen to Rush. I fucking love um, Rush. I, I, my They're the greatest my, band of all time. My, my biggest complaint. How about of all? How about of all time? <laughs> my biggest. Um, it, my dad wasn't a big Rush fan, and his issue was that Rush came along and they took their sound from Yes, which is entirely true. Yes was around, and Rush admits this too. Rush says, "Like, well, they they say we're the biggest Yes fans in the world. They're our biggest influences." Yeah, but that, but that's, but they they came out relatively around the same time. Five Nin years after was nine, their first 1968, album. Nineteen sixty eight, though. Uh, no, nineteen sixty eight. Five years was out was the uh, Rush. Well, Rush's debut album was five years after Yes's debut album. They admit that their biggest influence, and it, it's not even a knock on them. It's just my dad. He wanted to learn how to play bass because of um, a Squire. I mean, I, well, it's you, it, you know, the, it's, and, and, and what's heart, crazy is Getty Lee's a great bass player. 
And he's the worst member of Rush as yeah, far as on his instrument. Yeah, for sure. He's. I would like Rush more if he wasn't singing. I get that's part of the charm to it, but I, I am very, ter- I'm very hard with those voices. I, I, and I do I like, like a lot of Rush songs. Well, first of all, here's the thing: if it didn't fit, it wouldn't make sense. But the fact that it does fit, Dude. and they went through that weird shit in the '80s yeah. with the fucking like with, with the with the cannon sounding yep. snare, it was awful. Yeah. But then, well, like, but like when you lean on what what got you, what got you to the dance for sure. Twenty one twelve moving yeah, pictures. Yeah, absolutely. That's what that was their bread Dude, and butter. One of my was. favorite bass lines of all time is "Yes Roundabout." That's oh, one of the. It's fucking awesome. best this bass really lines ever. The whole I'm, fucking song. I'm a big fan. Like, my favorite Rush song is Spirit of the Radio just because it has my my all-time favorite lyric of ever and glittering prizes and endless compromises uh, shatter the illusion of integrity. The fucking drummer wrote that. Yeah. We lost, what does it mean? We lost a really, really good one. Um, we also lost Alex Cora this week. <laughs> I think and everyone AJ lost Hinn, Ar- <laughs> And now we're about to lose. I can't even talk about Carlos Beltran. I'm, I'm, I can't. Well, listen, until I, it becomes I, a thing, then it's not. If and when that happens, I might just come in here and just riff. I, I might need to. I don't listen, one, I don't blame you. And two, if if this happens, I'm not going to opening day. And that's a big thing uh, for I'm, me. I I might not go to any games this year if the Mets if, force him out. If that's how it goes, I, I might not go. And I feel bad because they just bought three fucking jerseys, dude. Yeah. And um do they have the Nike swoosh on them? No, maybe. Can I tell you how mad I am about that? Yeah, it's turning into I, fucking NASCAR I, shit. I know. Soon there'll be ads on it. There was other great Mets news this week. Oh, what's uh, that? Our, with, in the time that we've been off, uh, <laughs> Cespedes' injury. How oh, yeah, with out? the wild boar? He, he had to get out of the way of a wild boar. Stupid asshole. Oh, yeah, we should do that. <laughs> yeah, we should. And then, and then wait, and then we have to give each other our picks. Look what happens when Josh isn't here. We're off the fucking Well, rails. he was here last week, and we forgot to do this. That we did? Yeah, remember? You were the right. one that texted us. We didn't plug... Uh, them. Oh, the, the, the go first. Guys, hey, we're jerks. Um, Sorry. You heard our great opening song. That was created by none other than the guys at Lobo Sound. If you're thinking about advertising, call Lobo Sound. If you need a website, call Lobo Sound. And that's because Lobo Sound's world-renowned commercial production and website construction in English, Spanish, and Polish have made Lobo Sound a fixture in the Chicago radio and digital advertising communities. But Chicago... But Chicago... <laughs> what a fucking... <laughs> Dingus I am. But Chicago isn't limited to Lobo Sound. <laughs> but Lobo awesome. Sound isn't limited to just Chicago. Alaska, Atlanta, Toronto, Toledo, Hawaii, New Jersey, New York, Montecito, California. I like how I could do that without missing a beat, but I can't say Lobo Sound isn't limited just to Chicago. That's the best part. Uh, wherever you are, Lobo Sound has your back. Lobo Sound helps you reach your target market effectively and affordably. Reach who you want to reach, when you want, on all devices and applications. For more information, call Lobo Sound at 630-244-9704. That's 630-244-9704. Or you can visit them at lobosound.com. And if you mention you watch, I listen, you will get a 10% discount. So visit lobosound.com or call 630-244-9704. You know, I actually kind of wanted to do something fun with this. Oh, with theirs. Um, What's that? I, I want to do it like Howard Cosell. <laughs> All right, then you, you could do that because then we have to. Do, I mean, we have another big announcement. Oh, okay, great, great. Uh, guess what, bros and broads? <laughs> Fudge and Finns hashtag Shots for Likes podcast is bringing video into the mix. In fact, they've already brought video into the mix. <laughs> Isn't that right, Muhammad Ali? For not, a wh- for a while now. Not only can you continue to listen on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher, you will now be able to watch them stream their episodes every Saturday night after 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What the hell is that? Your favorite booze-consuming podcast will be discussing sports, video games, and embarrassing drunken stories streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer. 
Visit these websites below. <laughs> What's a website? I was dead before the internet. And enjoy the assholery. Twitch.tv slash Shots for Likes podcast. Mixer.com slash Shots for Likes podcast. Or you could visit ShotsForLikesPodcast.com and click on the YouTube icon up top to watch on YouTube. Drink with us. And as always, don't be cunts. Float like a river raft, sting like an ice cream yeah. headache, bitch. I love doing the Howard Cosell. When we were out on vacation one time with um, landlord uh, Ryan and Alyssa, they were, have like the three of them, I was shit-faced. Yeah, of course. Three of them were playing ping pong like intensely. Were they? The landlord is a really good ping pong player. That doesn't surprise me. And I was just doing commentary on it. And here's the serve. <laughs> Down goes Landlord, I almost fucked up big time. Oh, so Down just, goes landlord. Oh, so uh, so just being annoying. Yeah, yeah, Pretty naturally. Much. All right, Throwing what's off our uh, game? Taylor? What is your big announcement so for us? Our big announcement is we have our old homies at Bet DSI are back, boy. They're back in the fold now. Why do you choose Bet DSI? Can- Let me remind you, motherfucker. Bet DSI has been paying winners for over 20 years, and they are the top-rated betting site on all betting review sites. Use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash this week, next week, and every so movie moving forward. So if I wanted forward. to bet on Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone You go to weekend, Bet DSI, motherfucker! And do they have odds on, like, when the, what round the fight will end in? Yes, yeah, so they have, all those, they have all these different prop bets, TKO, second round. You could even probably bet if it's, like, going to be a Kimura, more than likely. Wow, There's you some crazy shit like submission. that. If, yeah. I could, if I wanted to pick who Who's going to win the opening tip-off of the Nets game tonight? Could I do that? Yes, and you're sick in the head. <laughs> okay. Especially if you put it's it in your parlay. the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard. Yeah. Should have been an actor. <laughs> yeah. um, like I said, and BetDSI is a very friendly interface and a great mobile site with excellent customer service. BetDSI is fast is the fastest payouts in the industry. It's simple. You play, you win, and you get paid. BetDSI offers betting options on everything from uh, MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, UFC, and all major sporting events, including politics, reality TV, and esports. So you want to bet on the Will Ponds Overwatch team, <sighs> but bet on them not spending in big on free agency? You do it you at BetDSI. Firing Carlos. Beltron? Within the next 24 hours. Easy. Uh, try uh, try live betting at BetDSI, where you are gonna uh, <laughs> you can bet on games from start to finish, on every play, every minute, until the very end. New members get a 100% bonus match offer when you go to promo code YWIL. That's double your money to start winning today. I play there. Dan plays there. And I can tell you that BetDSI is the best betting site out there today. Once again, you go to BetDSI.com and use promo code YWIL and get this limited time 100% bonus match offer and a $25 free wager to go out and test the waters. Also, make sure you deposit. You won't get your money unless you deposit. Correct. Make your deposit. It's worth it, guys. It's worth You're going to get a bonus match. You can Bro. just put, throw it on. All, throw it all on Cowboy. Throw it all on Connor. Do whatever you want. Throw it on the AFC Championship, the NFC Championship. Bet on if Kyrie Irving's going to miss another four weeks for no reason we know. There's all kinds of things you could bet on. Bet on if Elizabeth Warren's going to be a cunt. <laughs> yeah, probably. It, the odds honestly, are she is. And more than likely, you could actually bet on the Oscar nominees. Who am I talking to? I'm pantomiming to the fucking yeah, thing. Yeah, you're pretending like Josh isn't there. Okay, it's fine. But like I said, this is the best site to use. Promo code YWIL. And it's only a game until you bet at BetDSI. Very happy to have these guys yes, back in the corner. Yes, very excited to have them back. And uh, we just have to make sure we plug them at the beginning going forward. Yes, that's yeah, my fault. So I will print it out. I, I guess uh, we, we were just so happy to be back recording yeah, yeah. after it's last weird, week. like two weeks off feels like a much bigger eternity. We missed a ton of stuff. Uh, the big thing we missed. What did um, we miss? We we didn't get a chance to bet Ricky Gervais. That's amazing. Okay. Absolutely so the amazing. The first thing I want to say about Ricky Gervais is I've, oh, I, I've always been a fan. I've been one of the people that says yeah. I much prefer the British office to the American office. 
office. Which is hard because like you really have to put subtitles on to understand what they're saying. I haven't, but I also watched that before the American office. So oh, you hipster. I know. Bro. Well, I, I it was one of those I things know. my brother had them all. So it was one of these things and then when they made an American I loved the first I love the first like four or five seasons of the you American one. stock wearing and motherfucker. Then, then it goes down yeah, fair. Um but so um after I watched the Golden Globes and I was off last Wednesday or Tuesday, um I watched his most recent Netflix series, Afterlife. Yes. On fucking believable. He's, he's a widely talented guy who happens to be one of the funniest people on the planet. Yes, so he hosted the Golden Globes and I, he, you know, he, last time he hosted it was controversial because he takes shots at everyone. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't care. And this time, he didn't give any fucks. He awesome. went after everyone and those self-righteous, snobby fucking cunts hated it. Nah, the best was Adam Driver was laughing the hardest. There was oh, a meme yeah. going around that when you're in a room of civilians and you're the um and you're the one laughing hardest because you're a Sith fucking lord. Well, well, was, well part of that <laughs> and he's speak, a vet. Well, he's he's a Marine, so yeah. he he's seen he's seen he's real seen life. Some shit. He's seen some shit. You know what I'm saying? Correct. Not to mention like he divorced Scarlet. He's, he divorced ScarJo in a movie. Like yeah, that's pretty got, fucking traumatic. You got the fucker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, when it, when it boils down to it, the one thing that annoyed me out of all that was Tom Hanks clearly off. Okay. And it's hard because I love Tom Hanks. Uh, it looked like a little uncomfortable to me. I'm going to clarify that. Um, of course you are. How no, do you know? So, well, I watched the whole Golden Globes. Right. So he got a, little, a Lifetime Achievement Award. Of course. Well, he should. And he should he, win a whole Lifetime he went up Awards. And he, he was like off. He was very, very sick. He's like, I'm on all kinds of cold medicine. He was like sobbing. He's uh, he's never cried in an award show. He's like, that's why I'm acting like this. I'm sorry. He was stumbling all over the place. I think he was uh, day quill and night quilled out is what I got from Possible. him. Possible. Um, well, I also like a lot of guys that were good sports. Like Leo was a good sport. Leo was laughing Scors- about it. He, he, Scorsese was a good Scorsese sport. Scorsese loved it. He called yeah. Pesci Baby Yoda. Well, it's just well, it's just funny because like, well, first of all, Scorsese worked with Don Rickles. You work yeah, with Don Rickles. You could take it. anything. He could take all that. So like, let's be the real. The best joke was the final one of the night when he went out there and fucking uh, what's her name, Renee Zellweger, just gave the most boring, rambling speech. He just went on, and he comes out just looking at his watch. He's like. Oh. Almost done. Mm-hmm. He goes, our next presenter starred in Bird Box, a movie about people that can't look at something. <laughs> kind of like working for Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> and they all go, oh. And he goes, I didn't do it. You're friends with him. Mm-hmm. You guys did it. And he's right. Well, he did it with Epstein in his opening monologue, Oh, my too. God. that He did the same thing. Yeah. He, he Everything he said was true. He made a joke about... Judy Dench licking her mensch for the movie Cats. Oh, that's what that's what they blurred <laughs> Me- out. Mensch, yeah, mensh yeah. means her, her pubes, her Wait, bush. What, and then he's like, "What? Uh, what did he, he said? Something about James Corden being a giant pussy." He called him a giant pussy, and he was also in Cats. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> and, awesome. And James Corden had to put out some kind of tweet about fat shaming. You know what? Dude, fat shaming. There should be more fat right. shaming. One, one. Listen, I. Uh, I give James uh, James Corden a lot of credit for standing up for what he believes in because I I genuinely believe that I like that I don't care about I personally sure, don't care about that Jamie feels- I'm three times the fucking size of him and yeah. I I don't care I just don't care but he, okay so here's my, my my other thing is that. Stop using your platform for a political statement. Correct. Please. So Michelle Williams won for her show Fosse Verde. Yeah. I believe it's called. Right. I have no clue what this show's about. <laughs> she wins her award and she goes up and she gives a whole speech about uh, abortion. Now, she never said abortion outright, but about uh, female reproductive rights. Pro whatever. life. Pro life. Whatever. Yeah. I, I, I'm not giving my opinion on any of that on here because it's not worth it. I didn't learn a single thing about her fucking show. Not one. From her award. You have a million. You're a fucking actor. You're you're 
glorified for no reason. You have a million platforms to speak on. You can go to all these rallies and speak there. You can organize events and speak there. Mm-hmm. I've never seen Lee. I Maybe he has. I haven't seen Leo go up there. He did it when he won for The Revenant. He mentioned something well, about climate well, change. He, but he's also very he, proactive with he's what been, he He's does. been working with climate change yeah. for years Joaquin now. Joaquin so Phoenix like that took a shot me. at him when he won. I, he I'm looked sure. at him. He said, maybe we don't need to take our private jets everywhere. <laughs> it was like, what's all right. Joaquin listen, was drunk as fuck. To be fair, I, I kind of like that competition. It brings the best out of yeah, people sometimes. Sure. Especially out of those two guys. I just don't need... You know? There was no political comments until uh, Patricia Arquette, who I think is a great actress, got up there and then talked about, we're going to war uh, with Iran. Shut up. You don't know anything. No. And that's what Ricky said, too. Like, you're privileged. You spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. Yeah. Like, he went right after them. And the joke that he made that I thought I thought was going to get way more pushback, he was talking about the lack of... Uh, he made a joke about the lack of female directors getting nominated. And he said, um, the Hollywood Foreign Press said that we could go back to a few years ago when women weren't even in jobs directing movies. Yeah, right. Like, well, so, it's 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 good to point it out, but at the same time, no, it's not it's not worth getting all up in arms no, about. But we'll get into that in a second because the Oscar yes, nominations well, came out this week. Did you have any surprises from the Golden Globes? Was there anything that surprised you as far as it went? No, uh, not I, really. I, I, I mean, was, the, the Golden Globes, I have little to no expectations. It's the, the Oscars Golden Globes I care are about. so much more fun than the, Go- the Oscars. I know, but it's the Oscars the, the one that make oh, well, the, that the Oscars holds the most are the more important one. They, right. they absolutely do. As far as entertainment factor, the Golden Globes are a hundred times better because it's more loose. It's not as buttoned up. Right, but not people getting. Played off the every biggest, five minutes. The, exactly. The biggest surprises for me were that Secession won two awards, won Best Drama, which was, was worthy, just, and yeah. Brian Cox won for Secession. Brian Cox should fuck off. Every, <laughs> he just says fuck off the whole time. He should win every and award. And then uh, Brad Pitt winning Best Supporting Actor for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Was really he cool. sh- and he's still the coolest man alive. He's the uh, fucking coolest dude in the world for uh, being Brad fucking Pitt. Uh, okay, it's that's just cool. I, I just I think McConaughey is the coolest guy ever. He's up there too. It's yeah. the two of them. Like it, it's like the one and the same. They're yeah. just cool as shit. Um, so then um, I'm just t- looking at the nominees. I want to wait for the Oscar stuff for Josh to be here, I'm, just because I'm just, I'm just pulling it up because I'm going to need it later. So that's what I'll talk um, about. So another thing, um, we did uh, actually here it is. Uh, what did we watch this week in the last two weeks? Ooh, okay, where do I start? Really, yeah. I watched a lot. I of shit. watched a ton of stuff since we so, last spoke. So do you want to go? Uh, we'll first. go back and forth. We'll do one on one. Okay, um, so we'll name the same ones we saw. Okay, so we both saw Ford versus Ferrari. Ford versus Ferrari, phenomenal. It's, Loved it. It's my favorite movie from last um, year. I, it I, overtook the Lighthouse, which is a big deal uh, for me. Th- it became the first uh, movie or auto-related movie um, about motorsports to be nominated for Best Picture, which I think is an insult to Driving Miss Daisy. No, uh, well, <laughs> it's a joke. Well, okay, so, so Miss Daisy wasn't motorsports. <laughs> so, yeah, Morgan no. Freeman was like, "Come on, Miss Daisy, <laughs> well, I gotta uh, go around well, lap three hundred. Well, <laughs> well, because my whole thing with this movie is that it does encapsulate a very significant time in American culture. Yeah, for like, sure. like, think, like, think about if it Ford was, actually bought Ferrari. Yeah, well, for me, the movie was just so much fun, and it was. Awesome. I love Christian Bale in general, but when he is loose and he's having fun, yeah. and he's not so buttoned up, and he's playing, not playing Dick Cheney, where he looks like he's miserable because he's fat as shit he had so much fun in this role yeah. he was so good in it the sound editing in it the sound of it was phenomenal the, the, the whole the whole the whole 24 hour race of Le Mans when he's driving the GT Mark 2 and you just hear everything against yeah, the Ferrari the Daytona P1 race, the Daytona race sounded fucking wild. great really cool stuff I really like Ford versus um, Ferrari and then also the Uncut uh, Gems Uncut Gems was amazing Uncut Gems was one of my 10 favorite movies of the year without question so much anxiety oh it was the whole movie the, was capturing the scene when he He's, uh, he finally gets a call back from his doctor and his guy that gets him the clients is going through and finding his watches in the safe and he dumps the thing in there. People are buzzing on the door. There was so much mania there. And I, 
was just sitting there like, holy shit. Well, and then Mike Francesa, he got jobbed out of an Oscar nomination. Yeah, really? <laughs> Honestly, listen, as someone who can't stand the, the fucking guy, fucking bet I ever heard. played the best book you've ever Dude, seen. My, fa- my favorite part of the whole movie, and it's the part that gave him the most anxiety, Kevin Garnett, he takes the diamond, he, he gets the ring. He takes the ring to another jewelry store and immediately pawns it for like 20 yeah, grand like, and then doing? puts it on and then puts it on that. He wins the bet and then his boy, and then his brother-in-law, which I found out, ends up canceling the fucking bet. I don't want to ruin the yeah, whole movie. His, brother, his brother-in-law is on secession. He plays the Bernie but, Sanders type character. He's the only actor I knew from it besides yeah. obviously Garnett and but, but, that hot girl. Dude, that, and I knew oh, the frozen girl. But, Adina, uh, Adele Dezim, as John Travolta once called her. Dude, <laughs> but just the part when he, he takes that ring and he goes and he pawns it. You just immediately with, know with how much shit hesitation. he's in. You know how much you shit he's in. you find out later that in the first scene of the movie when he, um, besides the colonoscopy, yeah. when he's pawning the Michael Jackson on the crucifix, yeah. that that was someone else's. Yep. So it, you see the depths and despairs of uh, degenerate Re- gambling and even to the point where you see his son is starting to have a gambling problem. Yeah, it's real. Uh, it's like apparently the guy used, uh, well, because it's 824. So apparently they used, like they went to, the, they used real guys from the Diamond District. Yeah, yeah. Real dude, assholes. Uh, everyone that, I've heard people, I heard a couple of podcasts where guys from the Diamond District talk about it. He goes, that's it. Like that's realistic. I, I, I don't doubt that. Yeah. Because I, I, I worked in a in uh, in a field that was very similar to that, but it was more yeah. consumer electronics. And it's like, listen, we're not dealing with million dollars of jewelry. We're doing million dollars of iPads. And like, dude, it is so cutthroat. Yeah, that, yeah. that whole gray market is, dude, people will job you out of a dime like that. They don't give yeah. a fuck. Um, it is wild so, shit. All right. So what else this week? Um, you, Jojo you Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. I, I have an hour left. I absolutely adore Jojo Rabbit. The little kid like in that it. was great. Scarlett Johansson was great. Um, from what Sam I've, Rockwell was awesome. <laughs> Taika Waititi as Hitler was fantastic. From what I've seen, I absolutely love this You'll, movie, and I've been laughing at it the whole time. It's really funny. It's very um, inspiring. Yeah. Um, it's it's a really really beautiful story. Uh, the ending is phenomenal. Uh, it's it's not even a spoiler. It's just a phenomenal. No, ending. that's fine. I think it's interesting. I, like it's an interesting look into Nazi Germany from a child's perspective. Yeah, it's such a weird and interesting and look at things. The, uh, the kid, the kid that played him, I watched him on the red carpet at the Golden Globes, and they asked him what his favorite part of the film and the movie was. He goes, "Oh, kicking Hitler in the balls." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I I was so happy with that movie, and there's parts of it that are genuinely depressing. Yeah, and it was just a fun. Dude, the part when he gets the name Rabbit. It's, it's a great. Yeah, it's a great oh. script. Um, the acting is phenomenal. That's that kid's first ever movie. Really? First ever movie. For, with like no experience no ex- ever in anything. He probably had some stage acting, well, maybe, I'm sure. Maybe a commercial. But he w- yeah, exactly. He was fucking great. Dude, it was awesome. And um, I haven't finished it yet. Okay, I'm trying to... There's other things I watched. Uh, I watched uh, the Dracula series on Netflix. You told me that was that good. Was I haven't cool, seen that yet. That was cool, man. It was a three-part... It's, fil- it's from the guys that made Sherlock. Okay. Um, with Benedict Cumberbatch. Which is Sherlock's great. So it's um it's split it's three episodes. Each episode's an hour and a half. So yeah. it's like each one's a movie. Okay. And they they definitely were influenced by the classic nineteen seventy nine Dracula with Christopher Lee. Um, by the book, and they legend moder- Christopher yeah, Lee, they, the legend, legend who made a fucking metal album at age eighty nine, killer. Um, and Saruman, the, dude, and then uh, they modernize it as well. Mm-hmm. And the guy that played Dracula was great. I really, really enjoyed that one. Um, and then we both saw nineteen seventeen. Nineteen seventeen for me, and I, I've told you this mm-hmm. ad nauseum at this point is now solely my 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 second favorite war film I've ever seen. Saving Private Ryan is solely I number think, one. I think it's so hard. Saving it's Private hard. Ryan is not just one of the, the one of the best war movies ever. It's one of the best movies now, ever made. Now, I, I, now I'm I'm up there with like Steve McQueen and The Great Escape and shit like that. But for me, I mean, it's, it's there. Then it's 1917, and then just because Dunkirk is so unbelievably good. I need to watch both Dunkirk and 1917 again well, to get a good comparison. I just watched Dunkirk the the day before I saw 1917. So. 
so I still have both fresh in so my head. The I love I, them the both. thing I loved about 1917 is that it didn't. It, not that I it I would have been bothered if they had it because Saving Private Ryan had a ton of gore, violence. There wasn't a ton of, of overly. Same thing as Dunkirk. There wasn't a reliance on blood and guts and anything. It, it relied but on the drama. It perfectly captured like the, in the beginning when they're first leaving their bunker to go on their mission. When they're going and on no man's land. There's, dude. A, there's this shot and the the fact that it was filmed in pretty much one continuous shot was beautiful. A lot like Birdman, but they're going through and they see the dead horses, right? And it's such an atmospheric film because they go by the dead horses, and I'm just picturing like this what that would smell like. And then the camera goes by and it shows all the flies, and I'm like, that's a great technique. Yep. And then they go through the barbed wire and the camera goes through it, so it's trying to make you feel the claustrophobia when they're going through the mine shaft. Yep. It, it, it just was such a, a well done film. Um, the fact that it was Ki- it was King Tommen, and then yeah, was just, that was Tommen. I knew, and, I knew, and, him. and then Rob Stark. That was the nice. end. yeah. Uh, and then the, the major stars, of, the major actors of the movie are in it for 30 seconds. Colin. Birth and Benedict Cumberbatch which, for fucking 30 seconds. Which I actually like. Because yeah, I thought it didn't need to rely on what, what. So what makes me love this movie more is that both act, both of the main characters throughout the majority of the movie are relative no-names outside of Tommen. Yeah, because he's, he's still, Game he's of Thrones. only known for that. That's what I'm saying. Like, the other guy was, it, the Rob Stark was in a Rocket Man, which... Yeah. No, but so he's whatever. getting more gigs, but whatever. And then I even saw, and then Theon is actually in Jojo Rabbit. Yeah, Theon was in Jojo yeah, Rabbit. So, uh, you know what? I, I'm sorry, really yeah. quick. I thought Rebel Wilson was funny in Jojo Rabbit. Rebel, I, Rebel, I don't I've, like her usually, I think Rebel she was funny. funny. She was funny in Pitch Perfect, man. She was funny in Pitch but, Perfect. So, uh, so, my whole thing with this is that the, the continuous shot is amazing. I haven't seen anything like it since, obviously, Birdman. Birdman yeah. But my biggest thing about this is that as they're walking through No Man's Land, as they're trying, you know, the, where are the Germans gone? Where are, I don't, I don't want to ruin too much shit, but that continuous shot yeah. feel makes you think you're the third person in that mission. Yes. So it feels like Correct. you're along for the ride. There's not a point where I enjoyed this movie, and that's a good thing, yeah. because it's meant to give you that atmosphere of like, like there's a part like when the church is on fire, and yeah, then you, you yeah. see you see a figure that coming shot out when he walks out and sees the church is on fire. Dude, is one of the incredible. best cinema 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 cinematography shots Cin- of the year. Yeah. Um, what I, the hell's the guy's name? Because he, he just he just won one. Uh, the guy the cinematographer he just won a uh, he won an Oscar 2017 for a fucking movie. I can't remember his name. Oh, God damn it! That's um, what I'm doing right now. But the director Sam Mendes has been. Inc- I mean, this guy his first ever movie was American Beauty. That's fucking crazy. An incredible film that still holds up. Say what you want about Kevin Spacey. He's, it, fucking he's great, great in it. it. He's great. Dude, again, I'm, I, I can separate art from artists, and especially at a time when we didn't know anything. It doesn't diminish the quality of the fucking movie. Um, and, you know, he directed that. He directed Revolutionary Road when he was still married to Kate Winslet with him and with Kate Winslet and Leo. An incredibly depressing film. And, it, and he directed one of my favorite James Bond films in Skyfall. One of the most beautiful Bond yeah, films. Yeah, you're right. Um, he's a he's a sensational director. I really really like the thing that's so tough is I don't even know if 1917's in my top ten. I don't know. I have to see it again because everything in my top ten I've seen multiple times now, so I have a good gauge of it. For me, and also and j- just to make you feel better about it, I watched Joker finally on a TV, okay. and I paid attention the whole time. Uh, it's still at this point, it's still number like it would be number five. Fair. 1917 is solely at number two. Four Ford versus, versus Ferrari four. one, and then Lighthouse Lighthouse three, and then Uncut Gems four. Okay, that's, that's a how fair that list. that's how that's that goes for list. me. By the way, the guy's name is Roger Deakins. Okay, um, and he won an Academy Award in 2017 for the movie I can't remember at the moment. I tried okay. looking it up, but I got the guy's name. All Roger right. Deakins. I, I can't remember if I watched anything else right now. Um, but we also didn't do our picks for this week yet. No, we're gonna do that right now. Yeah, we might as well uh, do what this show is about. Um, <laughs> do you want me to go first? Yes, we're almost right. an hour in. We didn't even do our picks yet, Taylor. Um, 
we just talked about our favorite movies of the year, uh, the stuff we watched this week. And I think it's time for me to give you my favorite movie of 2019. Um, so this, to me, this movie blew my mind. Um, I was not expecting to like it. I didn't know what this movie was about. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie's Parasite. Um, okay. I usually am very indifferent to foreign films because I don't always have the patience. I watch a lot of foreign horror because... Well, the, the foreign horror is the crazy The shit. foreign horror scene is great. But I, I don't always have the patience to read because I feel like it often can remove me from the film. Okay. I forgot I was reading subtitles 10 minutes into Parasite. No shit. Okay. The, this is one of the, the most interesting, original, wonderfully told stories I've seen in the movie in my fucking life. Yeah. I had no idea where this story was going. The last 30 minutes of it is some of the most bonkers shit I've ever seen. See, what? What you're the first person to tell me that, and if you just watch previews of it, it just looks like, it almost looks like, like a uh, drama, like a family drama. Not even that, it looks like a sitcom to me. Yeah, well, it is funny. There's yeah, well, some parts sure, in it that I'm sure. I, it's, it's, it plays like a black comedy throughout. But Which, it, I'm a fan. It's, the, 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 this is the basic premise of the story. Family, uh, Korean family, lives in the slums. They live in, like, complete filth, wallow, nothing. The son uh, gets offered a job to tutor uh, the daughter of this very wealthy Korean family. Guy, I think, is an architect. Uh, No, he's not an architect. They live in the house of a guy that used to be an architect or was an architect. Okie dokie. So the son starts tutoring this girl for this very wealthy family. And then he then they find out that the, the girl he's tutoring, her brother, needs an art teacher. So he gets his sister in to be her art teacher. Then he's like, how can we get the rest of my family in here? Interesting. We're going to get my dad to be the driver for the father. We're going to get my mom to be the maid for this family. Okay. And it, it's so much about social, social classism, mm-hmm. the difference in social classes. Okay. There's one scene in particular that is one of the most tragic, sad scenes, and it's just a simple dialogue scene that I felt so sad. But I can't give away too much because where yeah, do you play, think this movie don't. is going to go? You don't have a fucking clue. Well, please don't, especially because uh, hearing rumblings that this is going to be one of the first foreign films to actually have it a legit shot at Best Picture. It has a legit shot. Yeah. Um, but I have not had a movie that made me feel the way this made me feel in a long time where it ended and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I, I tried getting the landlord to watch it for weeks. She's like, I don't want to read. I don't want to read. I don't want to read. It's like, no, she can't read. She's a woman. Uh, no. <laughs> she's have, like, I don't want to read. Like, They I, have tiny brains. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't want to read something right now, which I, I can understand. That's where my mindset was. Well, that's kind of. And then she watched it. Yeah, and, and she different. was like, holy shit. Yeah. And the trailers did a great job of not showing you much. The poster doesn't tell you anything. This movie will blow your fucking mind. Uh, I can't stress enough how much I love this fucking movie. I'm actually pretty excited about it. I mean, listen, I'm you not going to put that one on the TV and like sit down and actually read it. Yeah, no. Yeah. I mean, like I said, the the, the subtitles at at on the surface seem like a pretty daunting task. The, well, the guy, For, how long's the movie? Two hours? About that. Yeah, a little okay. less, I think. The All guy. Right. So he just won best uh, best foreign film, and he had a great quote about that. That's a big he goes, deal. Um, "If you can get over um, two inches of words uh, within a few minutes, you'll discover a whole new world of great cinema." Okay. And I do like a lot of foreign films. Like I like Infernal Affairs. I like Infernal Old Boy Affairs a lot. Is good. Yeah. Yeah. So my pick for you this week is my number one movie of the year, Parasite. Cool. So right. now on to my pick. Uh, I'm going to keep it. And rel- Josh, you have to watch Parasite too. I'm going to tell you actually, when you get he, Yeah, he has. You have to, to watch Parasite because I would like a group discussion yes, on that. I movie agree completely. Sure. If you it's have to good. watch it. Yeah. Um, okay. So you if can my put down Call of Duty for a minute, dildo. 
I'm I'm stuck on Forza yeah. Horizon because okay. Ford versus Ferrari fucked me up yeah. with cars. Uh, so uh, the album I'm gonna give you this week is from a band called Being as an Ocean. They actually released my fa- one of my favorite albums uh, last year, 2019. But I'm gonna go back to 2014, six years ago, when they released their album How We Both Wanderlessly Perish. How We Both Wanderlessly Perish. Yeah, if you want to learn how to spell, it's right there. I got it. I guarantee you spelled it wrong. Wanderlessly. Yeah, I guarantee you spelled it wrong. W a wrong. W a wrong. Wan- oh, wonder. I thought you said wander. Wander. I thought you said wander. Wander. Wondrously. 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 That's what I said. W O N D E R. Wrong. What? Yes, very wrong. Wonderlessly. W O N D R O U S L Y. Well, I, I'm just English type is it. stupid. All I'm going to type in is how we both, and then I'll find it. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'll pop up. So um, this album is very different, and this band is very different. This is one. Of, this is their second release. Um, the uh, first of all, I just want to say congratulations to the lead singer's name is Joel. He just got married this past weekend, so congratulations to him. Um, these guys are very, very weird because it's a mix of metal and spoken word. Okay. And it's really, the, the lyrics are very deep. It is a little heavy handed at times, but it fits and it's just an overall moaning. But you would say they're mostly groaning. metal. It, it's metal for sure because there's a lot of screaming, but there's a good mix of uh, clean singing in between on this album. What okay. Is, what? what? What's so funny? I just Explain. looked at our Facebook quick and I just saw. What? Tim and Eric announced a new Adult Swim show called Beef House. <laughs> I would actually watch, and I hate Tim and Eric, and I would probably watch that. Beef House. I would watch that. Hell yeah, you're stuck in your microphone. Uh, I'm being a real piece of shit, real dummy. So yeah, how we both wonderlessly perish. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm. I wasn't ready either way. Like I said, um, it's just very different because there's a lot of spoken word, um, which is different in this in the genre okay. but I really it's that's why I like it. it's very different not to mention these guys at shows I see them at, seeing them at Warp Tour was one of my favorite experiences because the lead singer goes in the crowd yeah so like, yeah that shit's cool so I like, like that he, he's in my face and he's screaming these lyrics and I'm screaming back at you him suck his cock no oh, would but you? like I'll never I have a distinct picture in my head of the first time I ever saw him no idea who they were just like we're waiting on the stage because Census Fail was playing after being as an ocean so I'm there it's me Troy uh, yeah me Troy Greg uh, I'm sure there was a couple other people there. Cool like, yeah. And, uh, That's the honest phone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he videotaped the whole thing. And, uh, we so. Have it on tape. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He wants the whole concert back. So. This, they burst into their first song. This is when their first album dropped, and this fucking massive pit opens up, and a PNC just, open it's, up it's, this fucking circle open pit. up this fucking pit, and it's just like it's the size of the parking lot that they were playing in. And this dude is in the middle of this. The lead singer is in the middle of these of these guys swinging for the fences, and he's not getting hit. It's like he's fucking Moses parting the mosh red sea. He's like and it's he's ridiculous. Like the, the first agent you see dodging bullets in the Matrix. Just, just, immediately, <laughs> and you're like, and you look and you're like, oh, we're fucked. Yeah. But listen, the 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 energy these guys have is amazing now that they're actually an independent artist um, I love the maturation from where they've been to where they are now and this is kind of at their roots of their beginning and I absolutely adore this album and cool. I hope you feel the same I'm way. excited to listen to it um, we were talking about fat shaming a minute ago did we, um, oh yeah, James, James Corden. James Corden. Right. So there's just been this big controversy. Had to come back and, around and, on James Corden. That'll never well, happen again. This isn't again. about James Corden. It's about fat people. I'm just, um, me. So, I, I, okay, sure. I fat shame you all the time, and it hasn't worked. So I'm fat not, shaming doesn't even work. Well, That's the principle for not doing it. I don't take you seriously. That's yeah, why. Yeah, fair. fair. Um, but I do believe we need more fat shaming in this world. Um, and it's just because it's for health purposes. I don't want to say more. I think the the amount that we're A at lot is. More. is <laughs> I think the amount we're at is adequate. I just think people need to take it seriously. Well, this is my problem here. So there was a controversy. Controversy this week involving um, fitness model, expert, guru, oh. celebrity. Uh, Jillian Michaels is her name. From The Biggest Loser. Okay, that's what she's from? Yes. Okay, she's hot. 
Yeah, Stop. bad, dude. So she was on a, some radio show with two holes talking. Um, and they were talking about, and I want you to remove your personal feelings about this person in, in general because I want to keep the context of the conversation based on this, okay? So talking about Lizzo, okay? Just on the dialogue itself. Ju- just on Not Lizzo. Not saying it. So they were talking about Lizzo, and um, they are like, oh, she's so great, she's inspirational, and blah, blah, blah. And then Jillian Michaels was like, Okay, yeah, I agree, but why can't we just talk about how good her music is? And why do we have to talk about that? It's great that she is it going to be is she going to be inspirational when she has diabetes cuz she's a big girl. She's very big. She's I mean, I've been posting the fucking videos of her as a nuclear bomb in Iraq. <laughs> Yeah, Take but, a cheese so grater to her she, ass. Jillian Michaels got all kinds of backlash about this because they called it fat shaming. So, her concern was based in health. So she's she's a fitness expert. She's done this for her, her whole life. She is literally the one person you would want to speak to when it comes to how to get healthier. She's one of the few people in this planet that actually know what the fuck they're talking about. Because honestly, she wasn't it, calling her a slob no, because she could have. Because there's a lot of trainers out there that will tell you you need to do this, 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 this. They have no idea what the fuck they're she talking said, about from a health so, concern standpoint. And listen, and she made a lot of valid points because listen, being someone who also overweight and now being close to 30 sorry is that yeah, I, I, 30 plus a, a genuine fear of mine now is that to lose a toe diabetes oh yeah yeah it, for it's, sure it's a very legit thing i mean listen not, i'm not saying i'm patrice Dude, O'Neill, I, I but have concerns di- about that and i'm a, i'm the latest i've been since 2010 but like i said I, I said i'm not patrice but patrice died in his 40s because of diabetes yeah i mean he was born you, with it but, so, what, but, but what regardless saying, it's yeah, still it's, it's still diabetes i mean it's also you're so, talking heart conditions and sleep apnea and, and listen and, you and you Gross. Got, and, and you got to look at <laughs> box springs and so, <laughs> bed frames. And that was one chair, time. Chairs. A lot of chairs. Greg's couches. <laughs> Your shoes have feelings too. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I just but, dude, but, I bought these so, fucking insoles, dude. So regardless, like this is my. Okay. So if we want to look at it from this objective standpoint, that is it good that the someone like Lizzo, who isn't your traditional uh, looking, you know, singer. Right, that she has this confidence, and it's good. Give it can give girls like her that have similar body types confidence. If that's your argument, I I listen. I'm if people need to do things to make them confident, I can't shit on it. Do I think it's a little weird that she's in a fucking thong at a Lakers game when there's children there twerking? Yeah, that's whatever. That's looking for attention. That's someone that, that is. is not as confident as they're trying to portray, so they're overdoing it. But I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, we've seen that with plenty of people. Yeah, and. My my issue is now that Jillian Michaels getting all this backlash when she said the art the conversation about Lizzo should not be that it's great that she's fat and proud it should be that her music is dope that she's selling these records regardless how you feel about her music I have not listened to her album I only know those two songs I'm not a fan so whatever she's got a great voice she makes shit music that's per- my opinion okay so personally I believe again I I agree with you I think she has a very good voice I think she makes absolute crap music I will say you I know, love the I, beat on that um that first single she had yeah. that's a hot beat well I but mean the song's annoying I mean the first claim to fame was at the VMAs with the flute that that's where this all really well, that, started. She was already starting to blow up because I started hearing that that truth it was called truth hurts I'm just saying like like she went from here to like superstar I'm having a fucking stroke while during it (laughs) like it's just it's just I, I, I don't I I see the need to be creative, and I see the need to come want to put yourself out there. Sure. I also see the listen. Haven't we seen big girl like? Have we now, forgotten about Adele? Now, just because she doesn't show her ass, she's a, a thick girl. Now, a, a lot. By the way, lost a lot of weight. Got yeah, very, good got for her. very healthy, and still has honestly an, an all-time voice. Um, like, there's not a. I don't. I don't have an issue with people wanting to see be more confident in yourself because listen, sure. there's obviously that's that's do self, you do the, you the way Liz, the way Lizzo looks, and I'm not criticizing whatsoever because I have no leg to stand on, and I won't in a couple years. Is that 
listen, to have that kind of confidence, that self-taught and that self-instilled, yeah, and I sure. very much respect that because that's hard for most people who don't look well, like especially, to get normal. And especially in so, an industry like she's in where it, we're used to like the Ariana Grande dude, builds, the Britney Spears. It's an, it's an image. You put yeah. you, Your image sells. You know who I liked when they got a little thicker? Christina Aguilera. She got them big fat tits. For, uh, here's, uh, there's, <laughs> there's, uh, the, the, uh, there's a plus size mile. Ashley Graham. Dime. Oh, a- absolute dime. I'd, She's great. I let her fart on me. <laughs> but now, but now, here's my overall synopsis of all, of this whole thing. Jillian Michaels one is not taking shots. She is being that is constructive criticism and giving legit advice, even though she didn't ask for it. She's she was asked. She was asked a question. She answered it appropriately. Yeah, for it's sure. It's not like she. It's not like she and called her, her a fat. Again, was she didn't go. You're a fat fuck. Again, this, this, this. Her, her whole argument was that shouldn't the the praise for her be about her music? Why does it have to be about her body? If we're in this world where we're not supposed to be objectifying women, is that not still objectifying women? What? So what's, why can we skinny shame people, but we can't fat shame? So it's it, again, it's a it's a, just a double edged sword that a lot of people. Will just want to run into for whatever fucking reason. Yeah, but it, it's whatever side you fall on. I, I don't get that. Look, there is so much skinny shaming that happens. Which doesn't make like, any sense to me. Eat something. I like wish. I'm used to it because I'm from an Italian family. You look like you need dinner. It's fucking 11 a.m. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. You start making dinner at noon. Yeah, ex- no, literally at my grandmother's house. I wake up at like 9 a.m. and she's already making dinner. I was like my Polish great grandmother. Wake up three in the morning, start making pierogies. My father starts <laughs> screaming at her. Bob, what the hell are you doing? Hide in the crawl space. I make pierogies. <laughs> well, you know. Um, but yeah, I thought that was. So th- th- I just I'm so bothered by that. Oh, you again, dick! I figured out what you just did. Uh, yeah, cro- it was a Holocaust out. joke. Fuck you! No, well, uh, okay. well, not a Holocaust joke. It was the Polish joke. <laughs> um, anyway, but no. So I, I, it's one of those things. Leave it alone. It's not a big deal. If you if you don't pay attention to it, it's not a big fuck. It's 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 literal no news. It's not news at yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's stupid. well, it's just another outrage shit. It's, um, it's Stephen King is in the outrage culture right now too. Congratulations. So he his latest thing um, is that so he's an Academy voter. He has three gets to vote in three categories. Well, I would hope so. Um, best picture, best original screenplay, and best adapted screenplay. I believe. I gotta stop yelling uh, at Stephen King on Twitter too. Huh? I yell at Stephen King every once in a while. Well, I like yelling at him too. He looks fucking weird, he and he's always stupid. well. This and is, made a cameo in it, Chapter Two. Yes, ex- very that. good cameo. Yeah, pretty um, good. So yeah. he posted something about the the controversy that no woman was nominated for uh, best director. Which is making an observation. Um, and that uh, he and there's also just general lack of diversity in best director. Mind you, all these social justice warriors don't mention the fact that a Korean director was nominated for best director, but because he's not American, it can't be uh, racist. That it's, doesn't make any sense. Yeah, exactly. To me. That's so, stupid. um, he said. So, let me read the the Stephen King tweets because yes. to me, I thought he made a very good point that the social justice warrior jerk offs. Oh, so he's fighting against it, is what you're saying? Well, no, he's fighting against the argument that it's um, not diverse enough. Oh fuck you. Um, so let's. Well, see. it was. It was almost. It's almost similar to the thing a couple years ago when Chris Rock hosted, and there weren't enough black directors except for like Spike Lee. Yeah, or something like that. That's always the whole thing. It's like, is, are they diverse enough? Let me see about the original tweets. I gotta find the actual thing. Um, I can't believe Antonio Banderas got nominated. That's fucking. That's crazy supposed to me. be a really good movie. I'm just um, saying, like, it, it's, like, it's uh, gay. I'm just like Zorro got nominated. Though. Okay, so let's see. Um, as a writer, I am allowed to nominate in just three categories. Best Picture, Best Adapted Screenplay, and Best Original Screenplay. For me, the diversity issue, as it applies to individual actors and directors anyway, did not come up. That said, I would never consider diversity in matters of art. Only quality. It seems to me that to do otherwise would be wrong. 
The most important thing we can do as artists and creative people is make sure everyone has the same fair shot, regardless of sex, color, or orientation. Right now, people are are bad. Pe- right now, such people are badly underrepresented, underrepresented, and not the, in the not just in the arts. You can't only win. You can't win awards if you're shut out of the game. Yes, he's right. The I nuance mean, is there. He, I don't. I don't disagree with most. Yeah, really. He's saying that we can't just nominate people because oh, it, it, what is this? The Rooney Rule? It's it's is this yeah. the fucking Rooney Rule? Uh, Which I don't even Rooney have a rule. huge issue with the Rooney Rule. It's just a joke now. Well, the way people do yeah, it sometimes. It's, it's, it's well, it's just a joke now. It's just like they already hired face. a guy. Like oh, let's get a black guy in here to hire him. Well, that's, so yeah. regardless, his point was they were not even getting shots to direct initially. I did not see the director in question that did not get nominated is Greta Gerwig for Little Woman. Okay, I unfortunately now have to watch Little Women because it was nominated for Best Picture. I wanted no part of it, but I have I've done this every year. I'll watch it. I, I uh, it's not gonna it's not for us. It's it's a movie for chicks. It's a it's well, a it's the woman. same the same thing with Lady Bird. Yeah, and I that's the same director. I, I, I like Lady Bird. I fucking hated Lady Bird. I like Lady Bird. It was a fucking piece of shit outside of Laurie Metcalf. I don't dis listen. Ugh. I I I like it for what my you know what I'm saying. I, I usually get like it. coming of age stories. That one was a hoke of shit. It was fucking took no risks. It was ordinary. I'd say it, Eighth was, grade took risks. It was a little hokey. Well, not, yeah. also I have a soft spot for Bo Burnham no matter what. But. Yeah. Well, he, so so just to go off what you were saying, right? What he sure. said about the best director and shit about the quality. So I, this just ties into it. So the best director nominees. Yeah. Scorsese and the Irishman, Phillips joke, Todd Phillips and the Joker, Sam Mendes, nineteen seventeen, Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Bong Joon Ho in Parasite. Who do you take off that list? Okay, exactly. Or or, now, or, or do you, you add one more? Or is it always five? You want to talk about a crime? Well, that, well real quick before yeah. you go, is it always five? It's always five. Okay, then I didn't. Okay, okay then you so, can't. Okay, so that next question: Who do you take off? None of them. Exactly. You can't take any of them. off. And I've seen four out of the five, and I love all four of them. I'm sure I'll love Parasite. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying like. So it's a, it's a this has been an incredible year for film. It really has. Okay, been, and now the argument is well, Little Women was nominated for Best Picture, but it wasn't nominated for Best Director. There's eight Best Picture nominees. Okay, that's a lot. That's a lot. And yeah. that, dude, Ford versus Ferrari didn't get nominated for Best that's Picture. Crazy. Oh, oh, there he is. Shit, hey, Josh, we're talking the Oscars right now. That's actually made that good works timing. out perfectly. Um, I don't eight even know if you huh? need to plug that in at this point. We're already an hour and fifteen in. I'll just plug it in in case we need any sound. Sure, just knock everything around too. It's nice. Eight o'clock. That's huh? why we can't have nice things, Josh. Jesus. Yeah. So. In case we're having, in case you hear a lot of banging and booming, that Josh yeah, fell Josh down. Is, Josh not is, Taylor. Yeah, that is Josh that fell down. That's Josh my is, switch, dickhead. Put it down. Josh, we're in the middle oh, of what? stuff and things. Oh, dude, yo, Josh, Josh, Josh. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to mean to yell at you. How you been? Haven't seen you in two weeks. Yeah, why don't you let him get set up and then we could ask him about things. All right, two. Well, let's just. I'm sorry. Um, let's just continue on this really quick. Um, it, so, Josh, you need but, it. if I want to give you a good example, a movie that was nominated for all kinds of technical awards, it won Best Supporting Actor. It did not get nominated for Best Director or Best Picture, but it was nominated for Cinematography, Sorry. Editing, Sound Sorry. Editing, all kinds of stuff. The Dark Knight didn't get a Best Picture nomination, and Christopher crazy. Nolan did not get a Best Director nomination. Wait, he in should fact, have at least gotten nominated for Best cha- Director. Especially if they nominate all the technical sides, which is entirely direction. Uh-huh. And... This is the other crazy thing. The next year, they changed the amount of movies that could be in Best Picture because The Dark Knight got snubbed, and they did not want to nominate a comic book movie. Well, get the fuck out And of now here. we got Black Panther that gets nominated. For Best Picture. And the, the leader in the Oscar nominations this year was Joker with 11. Three well, movies had ten. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, The Irishman in nineteen seventy. I would even make the I would make the argument that Joker isn't really a, even even a comic book movie. It's, it's just it, you could have made a, that it's movie. It's a comic book character made with real life. Exactly. Yeah. You could have done that movie, 
called it, and you could have called it silly clown. Yeah, right? and not show that it was the Joker until the very end of the movie. It would have been fucked up. So, do you up, want to man. hear all the Oscar nominations now? So, want to talk about this? I, I have them pulled up. If you want okay, to do please, it on my iPad, okay, please, please, yeah, please. So let you, me see. You can go from the top. Okay, right here. from the top. I think that's from the actual website okay. itself. Yes, it is. Okay, so this is best performance by an actor in a leading role. Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory. Haven't seen it. I still have to see it. Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver in Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. Now, I've seen all these movies but one. Now, for my... I watched The Two Popes over break, too. From the... <laughs> well, we'll... Yeah. From my... Okay, just from hearing that, yeah. not seeing Two Popes, not seeing Pain and Glory... Sure. Um, to me, even out of those guys, I I think Adam Driver has a shot. He's not going to win. I think no. he has a legit shot, though. He Honestly. Ha- he's the, he would be the second if, place choice. If, um, if Green Book... Was yeah. it was it was sure, a long sure. shot? You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, that's how I, just I think look at it. it. The fact that Joaquin has so much overwhelming praise. Look at Josh's pencil holder. Uh, Josh, nice asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is my only issue with these, and I I can't say remove Antonio Banderas because I have not seen the movie. I haven't seen it. So that's I my don't other know. big issue of people crying about this whole. Look well, at Zorro, dude. Thing. I'm yeah. Oh, yeah, you stupid moron! So you don't even moron. need your computer. Whatever. Um, so. I saw. Oops. I saw the two popes. It was a good movie for what it was. Average. It no. It was good. It was a good movie. What are you looking for? I don't. I don't know. It was a good movie. Okay. I enjoyed it. Him, Jonathan Price, who was the high sparrow in Game of Thrones, he was the guy that's nominated in Best Picture here. Oh yeah, he was Elizabeth Swan's dad. Yes, correct. And it's uh, Anthony Hopkins. You can't really go wrong there. It was a way more. That movie was way more interesting with the context of what it was about than I expected it to be. You would actually probably like it a lot. Yeah. Um, they were both great. Adam Sandler should have been nominated over Jonathan Price, based on the ones I've seen there. Uh, I, I, I can't disagree. <laughs> he absolutely really. should have been nominated over Jonathan Price. I can't say not Antonio Banderas because I didn't see the movie. You having a good time? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so next one is uh, <laughs> performance by an actor in a supporting role. Okay? Tom Hanks, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins, The Two Popes. Al Pacino, The Irishman. Joe Pesci, The Irishman. And Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So for me, if I flip a coin between Pesci and Pitt... I would agree. Um, I think I think Brad Pitt is going to win, but Pesci has a real good shot, seeing as that but, the Academy is much more buttoned up. They appreciate the fact that he came out of retirement. Yeah. There's, I, I'm going to guess Pesci wins this one. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it is it is a it is a phenomenal performance. Correct. But I will say that the thing is that like Brad, like you said, Brad Pitt is just a cool. He's dude. the coolest motherfucker. And, Bring and, your mic closer. And he really he really brings it home Hi, in that movie. Uh, Hold on, let me turn your mic up. Yeah, turn oh, yeah. my mic on. Well, didn't, well, didn't we do that on purpose? Yeah, we turned it down because he wasn't here. We were, yeah, we were Talk, hoping. Josh. Hello. There we, you go. we were hoping you were gonna start talking, and we, we were just gonna play it off like we could hear <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Okay. I need, I need more snare in my headphones. Yeah, sh- I got more <laughs> shut, snare. Sh- shut up, Slim. <laughs> but yeah, um, I still ain't calling. Yeah. Uh, performance by an actress in a leading role. Okay. Uh, Cynthia uh, Arvio for Harriet. <laughs> Who cares? Um, Scarlett Johansson, Marriage Story, Sorcy Sor- Ronan and Little Women, Charlize Theron and Bombshell, Renee Zellweger and Judy. Uh, I have not seen Harriet. I'm going to have to see Little Women. I'm, I haven't seen Bombshell. Um, no one is beating Renee Zellweger and Judy. It's just she did. She got it. It's, yeah, is, she, it, is it like Rami Malek as Freddie Mercury? It's like one of those things on? where, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. She fucking nailed it, and it, she's like a, a love. You're just gonna unplug everything. Yeah, yeah there's no not point. Even worth it. All dude. right, performance by an actress in a supporting role: um, Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell, Laura Dern and Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson, Jojo Rabbit. I even though I don't, I'm gonna have to watch this piece of shit, and I don't want to. I was really happy Florence Pugh got nominated, even though it's for Little Women and not Midsummer. I like her a lot, so good she's for her. Good. She's and very Margot good. Robbie for bombshell Laura Dern ain't losing 
Yeah, Laura Dern. She was she's, so good in that. She's she a shoo-in. Such she's an a asshole shoo-in. in that, dude. Um, they, Almost as much asshole as Ray Liotta. Yeah, they great. were both assholes. Like, I want a movie just about them two. <laughs> just, just fighting like, in court just, always. I want, no, I want a mini-series. I want, or not even, I want a series. Half-hour episode where it's like the people's court, where they're arguing against each other like every pe- week. People want James Darden versus Jimmy Cochran, yeah, or they yeah. want Laura Dern versus Ray Liotta. Yeah. Which one do you want? Um, animated feature of the film. Uh, we don't care about the animated movies, but I was happy Frozen 2 didn't get nominated, because I like seeing Disney Frozen, fans cry. Yo, but didn't Frozen Huh? Toy, Story 4. Toy Story 4. Yeah, so Disney Frozen, still got in but, there. They, but Frozen, Frozen is like a different Listen, type of fanfare Fro- with these fucking adult children. Listen, Frozen 2 stinks. Frozen 1, good movie. Legit good movie. Okay. Honestly. Eh, whatever. Um, Why'd so- you see both? Because <laughs> no, listen. Because I, 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 I generally like. I saw Frozen. I watch. Yeah. I watch a lot of Pixar. Yeah. Like overrated. Like, like it is. Frozen t- is a tiny bit overrated. overrated. It's a good movie. Let it wasn't go. crazy. Uh, Adele Dazeem again. Uh, I mean, no, I, I, I need a Menzel. The, they're. Uh, their Disney attractions are cool. I, I dug those. I've, yeah. I've just never seen the movie. Yeah, though. it's also it's, it was great. When Toy New Story Four. Oh, was I'm great. going to Disneyland on Monday. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Hold on. Okay, so this yeah. is what you have to do. You have Are to, you going to you bring have, yourself back yeah. in and out? You have no. to bring back in and out from California, uh-huh. from Nevada, whatever state you visit. <laughs> We're you gotta going get to it. California! <laughs> <laughs> ah! All right. Um, Stupid. We, we got a victory in cinematography, guys. Did we? Okay, so the achievement in cinematography. The Irishman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Joker. Uh-huh. 1917. Uh-huh. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. And The Lighthouse. Got Fuck a cinematography yeah. nominee. Did you watch it yet, Josh? No. Oh. 20 millimeter... Oh. All right. Black and white, we it don't sucks. Care, we don't care about... Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you already read the directing nominees. Um, fucking Green Goblin, dude? <laughs> that was so fucking, fucking stupid. funny. But listen, okay, so you have... I was That was a real dumb question. I was about to ask, do you have Apple TV, Josh? Yeah. Um, what doesn't if, he have that's if, Apple? If I give you my it, login... Here's the question, do you have Apple? Yes. yes. <laughs> if, if, I, if I give my login, I have the lighthouse. Well, no, Literally no, no, I'm going to no, watch it's on, it. It's on Plex also. No, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm just waiting until I can rent it. I don't want to uh, buy. Okay, I, I don't. So, I don't go crazy buying movies like you do. I just rent them. Yeah. Well, I also got. Like you know, I, re- I rent it and then I decide if I'm gonna buy it after that. I well, got like it, 130 bucks in fucking iTunes cards yeah, so you for might Christmas. Well buy, so it's I on Plex, so you're right. good. Uh, yeah, okay, so now the best picture. SD, bro. The best picture nominees of the year. 4K. All right. Best picture. Sorry. Ford v Ferrari. The Irishman. Great. Jojo Rabbit. Okay. Great. Joker. Great. Little Women. No, no. Marriage Story. Great. 1917. Amazing. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Great. And this week's movie pick with Josh, you are required to watch before next week, Parasite. I'm not going to be here next week. All right. You're required to watch it before next two weeks. Okay. So we're right. we going to have to wait? Uh, no, no. We'll just do it then. We've we'll done that before. Anyway. We did that with, because um, you saw... Um, you saw something. Uh, the we, we talked about, what's it called? Uh, the Irishman, yeah. without you here. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, facts. Um, right. Yeah, I, again, with the directors, who are you taking out to put fucking um, Greta Gerwig in you at really, Best Director? You really can't, dude. Who? You just, you can't. You can't. I mean, it, it's insane. Oh, Todd Phillips should be nominated. Okay, I'm sorry. Yourself. Yes, Joker, again, got nominated for all these technical awards, and you don't nominate the director? That's fucked up. Yeah. And yes, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, I'm so tired of these fucking people. Yeah. Just, you uh, just want to, just make, this is what you do. Just make a best lady director category. <laughs> That's all. You really want your own thing? And then people be like, oh, here's the, the runner-up award. I love, like, the, I love that the female producer of all the James Bond movies, who's been the female oh, producer fantastic. of all the James Bond movies for 20 fucking years now, came out. And said James Bond doesn't need to be a woman. That's stupid. Women are more interesting than being men. 
Yeah. Yet she said, why can't we create something new and original for them? Which has always been our argument here that we say, like, you don't need a female Bond. And I'm glad she said that. I, she said Bond could be any color, but he is a male. Cue the, Thank me, you. Cue the, the Gatorade commercial with me and him and Michael Jordan. Anything you can do, I can do better. Speaking of Jordan, did you guys see the trailer for that Chicago Bulls 30 for 30, looks the 10-part ama- series that's coming out? Looks amazing. 10-part series. it's about the Bulls in the 90s. It's bro. about just how they changed Crazy. pop culture. Oh, it, dude. Dude, it's great. One of my friends texted me about it. He goes, why is Obama in it? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's from Chicago. Yeah, he's from Chicago. So he's, he's he was around fan. that. Dude, they really did change everything. Like, yeah, I had a Bulls starter jacket dude, when I was a kid. Dude, I wasn't I, a Bulls I'm, fan so at all. I, I, from what I from what I've been reading, I think there's entire there's an entire episode just based on the triangle offense. That's how in depth this fucking thing. Dude, is I going. think about it. Rodman, Kukoc, Pippen. Oh, it's he, gonna, he, and that's that, we didn't mention Jordan. Did, like that's the thing. It's Kerr, Space Jam. <laughs> Like Hor- Horace Grant, dude. There's all Phil Jackson. Well, that's the one thirty for thirty. We got the trailer of. Did you hear the other one that got announced that's coming out this year? No. What? Two part. Michael Vick. Ooh, I like it. That okay. is going to be like fascinating it. because it's going to be so much about the culture. Mm-hmm. What's well, going to be him in Virginia Tech and how like all that shit goes Yeah, started. and then it's going to – I wish it was almost more parts because then you could do it like the OJ thing, yeah. which I would love. Yeah, but the, o- yeah, the OJ thing is – I don't know. I haven't seen a better documentary than that. That, is, that. that was one of my favorite films of the decade made in America. It is unbelievable. Um, Josh, did you watch anything while we were gone? We were talking about like things we watched over like the last two weeks. Uh, okay, so I watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You love that, right? I fucking love that, awesome. that's my third. So good. That's my third favorite Tarantino now, film yeah. now. I now, think I'd put it right up there, too. It's, now, it's, it's Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, obviously, and then yeah. it's Once Upon a Time. Would, I would agree 100% with that exact That meme statement. of the guy throwing down a card in the middle is like, one thing you're going to say, one thing, and boom, Quaz hates it. Bro, you know what? Like, I'm sitting there. No, I saw it. in the theater with him, and he was like, that was good. No, he told me I he hated hates it. it. Yeah, he told me he hated it. You know, it's one of those things. You know, every now and then, like a movie that's been out that long, I'll 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 learn about the plot. Sure, points sure. Figured out. You didn't know anything. I had no idea. So when it got to the ending, I was like, "Oh, here they come! They're gonna <laughs> yeah, go right. there!" And oh my god, Different. what's oh my the god, dog. dude? How the much dog? Did, how much did the you, fucking yo, flamethrower? Yo. Yeah. <laughs> how much did you lose it with the flamethrower? So came much. Out? When he came, I was like, "Oh, okay." Can I just, and he fucking comes out with the yeah. flamethrower, and I lost my shit. I was like, "Yo, yo this when, is bonkers." When Brad Pitt is sitting there <laughs> tripping balls with a gun in his face, just like. Yeah, you're not real. <laughs> and, it, and the dog fucking rips what, what his arm off. What else did you off? watch besides Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Anything else? Uh, I definitely I watched a couple things, but I'm having a hard time pulling. You're up definitely going to like mind. The Outsider when you watch it. You're going to uh, like yes. that a lot because it's Stephen King. It's yeah. like you can't really go wrong. Um, you know, obviously, we talked about the Jay and Silent Bob reboot the yeah, other day. Well, we, didn't, uh, we didn't mention that. I yeah. enjoyed that. And I, actually, he's working on Mole Rats too yeah, right now. Cool. I, I like it a lot. Yeah. I, I really like it. When I was saying about how I think there was like a hidden, I said this to Taylor earlier when we were recording that there was a good movie hidden in there. The stuff where they were talking about Jay's kid, mm-hmm. where it got like almost like Clerks too, with the sentimentality of like growing up and everything. I was yeah. like, you could have made some. I get it was fan service. It was a lot of just a love letter to his previous stuff, as we as you both said in text as well. I did enjoy it. I didn't laugh out loud until that Muslim part. That's <laughs> I, the first time I like actually no. belly laughed. And I, then he's like, "We're going to New Orleans. Like, We're going to Connecticut." Like, I cried, that was funny, dude. I cried laughing at Matt Damon doing all the born puns at the end. Oh, that and I liked the whole, all the stuff with uh, Ben Affleck. I yeah. thought his scenes were really good. When he said Bat, uh, Affleck was the bombest Batman, yo, I fucking lost it. I was like, "Yes, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, awesome." But we even talk, Batfleck, dude. We even talked about this in text yesterday. It's it is my least favorite of the yeah. view, view askew movies. I, it's not for me. It's up there. Jane's 
Bob Bob Straight Back is solely at the bottom yeah. for me. I don't know oh, why. The chimpanzee shit, I don't like. You like this more than Jay and Silent Bob Straight Back? Yes, I do. I do. Just because I love the fan service from it. Like, I love the... Po- it like, wouldn't exist my, without the original. I understand. The fuck, fuck, but, fuck. But, but, I, fuck. I, but I love how it's like Cocksmoker. <laughs> uh, like, the other part where it's like, you're looking for Randall Graves? I can tell you where he is. Like, he's a, like an FBI most yeah, wanted shit. I appreciated shit. that. <laughs> I then, mean, Clerks is number one far and away. Clerk, clerks is the best You one. can't touch well, Clerks. I don't disagree with what you're saying. Clerks chasing Amy on a good day. I could flip a coin which one I like better. Same uh, thing with Dogma. And uh, I personally love Mallrats would be number three for me. And I bought it ten fucking times. Yes, you did. But See, Mallrats is... I love I Mallrats, love, I also love Brody, As far dude. as the, the dialogue, it's my least... Like, that's the thing I always loved about Smith's movies, the dialogue in them. And the last time he had a movie that had, like, amazing dialogue was Zack and Miri make a porno. Yes, facts. I hate to say this, but... Kevin Smith has not made great movies since he started smoking weed regularly, which was on Zack and Mary Make a Porno. I'm okay with it. I really don't mind. I, I, I love did Kevin like Smith. I'm, I did like Tusk. I'm also a homer for the guy. To I be am honest. too. I always I can will be. I'm, there's guys that I'm homers for. I used to love Tim Burton. Motherfucker hasn't made well, a good movie in a long ass time. Listen, you know, you know, you make movies that uh, that Steli likes because Steli loves all of them. He loves all of them, literally. Okay, but did any of you own Clerks even Chasing yet? Amy? What? Even Chasing Amy? He loves them all. He loves them. Steli all. loves Chasing Amy. Yes, he does. Chasing Amy's great. Chasing it is Amy's great, but Steli? <laughs> there's titties right. in it at some point, isn't there? I don't think there, so. There's no titties. Yeah, yeah. you're right. This <laughs> lesbian stuff. Steli, watch this movie. The boobs in it? No, I'm good. <laughs> no, I'm all right. Um, I, I, I own, it's somewhere in here, the Clerks animated series on DVD. It had like they, fucking four episodes. Yeah, you made an you animated wanted, series? You didn't know that? No. There's on on like, Homer, yeah, dude, it was on like ABC in the 90s for like four weeks, and they were like, no. Because see you see what you said? ABC line? in the 90s, dog. It's like, not I, good. <laughs> yeah, probably. It's not good. It's just as good as that 80s show. Two yeah. episodes. Oh, that 80s show. Well, that was the same thing after Topher Grace left that 70s show. It was well, terrible. Which, by the way, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, Glenn. The, yeah, uh, the guy, Glenn Howerton. Yeah, he was in it. He was in the only two episodes of that 80s show. I was watching something like... Oh, yeah, I was watching a, a Vietnam War documentary, and they're like talking about who does the voiceover on it. I see Glenn Howerton. I'm like, <laughs> Dennis? Yeah, It was right. like, come on. Um, uh, that Aaron Hernandez documentary came out today on Netflix. I I'm do, reading crazy good things. I, yeah. I want to see that it's because nuts. I know Lifetime did a thing about him where they talk about yeah he was gay like on the so, down low, which I believe entirely. So yeah. uh, Ralph's wife recommended me a a, a a mini podcast about his life in different parts, like take ten part podcast. It's She'd fu- be the one to talk to about the, that true crime the, shit. It was fucking incredible listening to that shit, and now see now I'm gonna be able to watch it. It's so interesting how cr- how crazy deep this guy was. In gang culture and gang violence. Yeah. And I mean, on the surface, he was like, he was playing second fiddle to Gronk, but the fucking guy was like, he was Taysom Hill before Taysom Hill. He's yeah. taking handoffs out the backfield. He's oh, catching he was passes. Crazy. I mean, he, he was, was a better good. receiver than Gronk, but he didn't do the whole blocking thing. Well, he didn't shed tackles the he, same way. He, he was built like Jimmy Graham. Yeah. He Well, Jimmy Graham's like 10 feet yeah. tall. So, but, but, but that's besides the point because, like, you know, you've got everyone duped when Tim Tebow vouches for you yeah, in college. Dude, and Urban, well, well, Urban, Urban Meyer's Meyer, kind of a scumbag. Ur- Urban Meyer, yeah. I was going to say Urban Meyer's a little questionable. He's kind of a scumbag. Um, but I got some other stuff. Should be um, coach of the Browns. We were talking about Christian Bale before in Ford versus Ferrari. Are you guys pumped that he's going to be the, most likely the villain in Thor four? I, I like it. it. Yeah, I like Thor it four. I I Christian Bale as a villain, and if especially if it's uh, Taika Waititi directing. Mm-hmm. I know that now because I watched Jojo Rabbit, and he was at the awards. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he looks like the Mandalorian. <laughs> like when you look at him when he's not in Hitler garb, <laughs> he looks like a uh, he's from New Zealand. He looks like Mark Hunt. <laughs> um, but Don't I like Jason that. Momoa. Did you you like the new Mutants trailer? I loved it, dude. 
I haven't seen it. I really have no interest right, in so it. When the first trailer came out, oh, the, it was way was better like, than the first trailer. I was the first like, trailer Yo, was terrible. This is fucking whack. The I first, will not see this. The movie. first trailer was horrendous. This trailer was better, but it looks like Nightmare on Elm Street three: The Dream Warriors. Oh, it, it, what? It's all the kids that are having issues with Freddy so, in a hospital. So like, they so, all learn their powers together to fight him. So wait, what's the show is, called? Uh, Eternals or whatever? No, it's New Mutants. The movie. Oh, New Mutants. It's got oh, um, okay. Arya Stark in it. Yeah. So like, so and the, uh, <laughs> the brother from Stranger Things. Yes. And, yes. Um, uh, the hot chick from uh, the the last couple of uh, M Night Shyamalan movies. Oh, uh, what's her name? That was in Split and Glass. Yeah, yeah. 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 Her, and she was in The Witch. Yeah. Yeah. She's oh, really right. good. Yeah, yeah. Um. I'm intrigued by it. So the but first I saw that was good, dude. If not, you know, no, it was. <laughs> oh, if you're doing not jokes in 2020 and you're over the age of 30, up, 39, you need to grow up. That joke was funny. Not. This no. suit is black. Not. Yeah. <laughs> this suit is black. Not. Oh my. This God. suit is not black. <laughs> um, but no, with New Mutants, I liked. I did like the second trailer more. But I'm like, it is the plot of Dream Warriors. <laughs> They're fighting some kind of like uh, eternal kind of evil. So, right? so was it? Is yeah. it? Is it's, it uh, it's Dream Warriors. What's, uh, Dream, what's, to be fair, Dream Warriors is the best Nightmare on Elm Street sequel by far. It's the third so, Ninja Turtles movie, dude, with the fucking flipping light. Well, where where do the New Mutants play into the Marvel? They don't. They don't. They're not. They just they already made the movie, so they're not going to not release it. But it's not. No, I know it's not MCU, but in the grand scheme of the Marvel comics, where is, is it? Is it canon? adding up? Like. No. It's not part of the MCU. No, it's not part of the MCU. Um, it's uh, it's like an offshoot comic okay, series. But uh, what, are they supposed to be like X Men kind of? Like yes. it's like X horror X Men. Well, that was well, well, that was the whole thing in. Um, it's like the uh, boys are like kind of like bullshit about like the well, DC kind of well, stuff. That was, right? uh, that was okay, whole, gotcha. that was, that's the whole thing with Age of Ultron is because they called them miracles. They were really mutants. correct. That's yeah, what Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch okay. were. They're, they're uh, Magneto's kids, yeah. I think. The yeah. Morbius trailer. Ugh. I I hate Jared Lodo. Lodo. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah, well, he, so, he sucks. Uh, no, he doesn't suck. He he's an asshole. Yeah, uh, he's, he's a little a, he's a little too pretentious for me. But he's I, gotten worse. I like Thirty Seconds to Mars. I do. I like their first album. I, I like, but everything after their most recent stuff has been straight dog shit. Everything up until This Is War is amazing. Uh, everything after that is like. Yeah. I thought the movie looked bad. Morbius. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, agree. I like the idea that. They, I, I like that they're kind of teasing that it could be the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man involved. Did you see all the stuff about that? No. There's a scene at the end of the trailer. They show him walking by, and there's Spider-Man, like a decal of him on the wall, yep. and it's Toby's Spider-Man, mm-hmm. and then Michael Keaton's at the end of it. Are, are they? Are they, are they doing the are thing they, with like? The are they going to start a... allowing a little crossover between Sony and MCU? Maybe. I think. I think it's 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 going to happen at some point. I, Marvel's going to get their the hands on X-Men at some The only vampires I want from Marvel are in Blade. That's yeah, all I want. With Mar- Mar- Marshala Ali playing Blade. Who knows? I didn't hate Venom as much as I thought I was going to. Venom was it was fun. It was fun. It was fun and fine. It was all right. It wasn't as bad as critics like saying, and I get why audiences liked it more. Kind of like what's going on with Rise of Skywalker, but we're going to get an Abrams cut. Shut up. What? How is it going to be eight oh, fucking no. hours? Oh, no, 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 this is, this is the like the Snyder cut with uh, with um, uh, Justice League. They released the Snyder Four cut. Four and a half hours. Yeah. And now, now it's floating around that the Trevorrow script has I read it. leaked. And I, I read Trevorrow? most of it. It sucked, The original right? director. I read the plot points. It sucked. I was not a fan. It um, sucked. I, it was, I gotta read this. It was bu- tonight. It, it wasn't enough fan service. I need fan service in Star Wars. I need it. It's what keeps me in there. It didn't make sense. Yeah, it was. It was. It was stupid. It was. It, I. I didn't like it. 
I'm glad they went the way they did. But no, fans are crying about that there's an Abrams cut of The Rise of Skywalker, what he originally wanted. There's rumors he didn't want the kiss between Kylo and Rey, that there was that all these things he wanted. I didn't care. I was fine with it. I it thought it was cool. Se- I mean, it seemed sensible. I they, mean, were like kinda, they were teasing it for so long. It was long. this heterosexual tension for how long? Like, there's homosexual tension between Poe and Finn. You know, I, I wanted them to suck yeah, each other I, off at just, the end. It's one of those things. It's like there's a four-hour cut of Revenge of the Sith that exists, but it's all, it's only a four-hour cut because that's just all the footage. Yeah. It's probably just all the footage. All the footage. And like, it's have un- you it's seen? Have you ever seen the uh, the the cut sequence of Anakin speaking droid? Oh God! Like that was part of the four-hour like, version. That, of Revenge the only of the stuff Sith. I would have liked for Revenge of the Sith is more of him Anakin killing the Jedi speak. in the temple. Like, yeah. and there's you could see the non-finished scenes of that with the green screen, and mm-hmm. there's no sound. It's just him swinging a stick. Yeah. You ever see the videos of them doing lightsaber battles on green screens? Yeah. It, so it just stupid. looks so fucking weird. Yeah. So Did you dumb. like Ewan McGregor at the at the Golden Globes with his Obi Wan hair? I, he had the long Obi Wan hair. I got, oh, I didn't I, see it. I got a little amped. I was like, "Ooh!" So he's filming it, is what you're saying? Oh, it's filming right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. cool. Um, yeah, which is exciting. Um, do you guys like candles? Oh uh, no, not, I don't want to. No, I don't want to talk that about candle. this. Wait, you don't want Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina scented candle? No, no because I no, because I, I want a candle that smells no, like your butt. Because <laughs> I, I, I went out Saturday for my uncle's birthday, and my aunt brought it up in front of. Everyone, she goes. Do you know Gwen Paltrow Wait. has a candle that smells like her pussy? Hey, what? <laughs> Why are you saying this at dinner? It's his what? fucking birthday. Why? What are we doing? Wait, are you out in public? Yeah, we were, dude, we were in a bar. <laughs> By the way, ac- the Maggie's across the street from your tattoo place. That bar right on the corner. Yeah. Fucking packed okay. on a Saturday okay. night. Yeah, how do you pussy? Th- how do you think they got the scent? Of her snatch. Do you, th- do you think she squatted well, on it? Made me think of Nathan queefed. for you when he made the poop ice cream and put it in the frozen yogurt shop. <laughs> you ever watch Nathan for you, dude? No. You have to. You would love it. Is that what that GIF is? You keep fucking sending. Which GIF do I keep? That's a lot. I've just been sending Quas <laughs> roast beef being sliced. <laughs> That's my favorite. No, the one. It's like it's like uh, it's like soft serve ice cream coming out of a no, no, no. So Nathan for you, we told you about it. He like acts like he's helping these businesses improve. Okay. And he he's uh, it's a really funny show, but it's all it's kind of like film like Borat. Like okay. where he, it's real life stuff. Yeah. He goes to this frozen yogurt shop. He's like, "I'm gonna help you improve. We're gonna create headlines. I'm gonna make poop flavored frozen yogurt." And he actually has it made, and he puts it into this frozen yogurt place, and people are like, "This." No, they actually try they it. Eat yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So again, what would you? Okay, I'm disgusted. <laughs> okay, so let's what? say realistically, hypothetically here, I could get my hands on one of these Gwyneth Paltrow candles. Yeah, we'd have to light it and sniff it, right? Yes. I mean, you have to smell it. I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say no. I fucking hate that woman. Like, how you hate Jared Leto, I despise her. You know, funny, she named her kid Apple, and she married the douche from Coldplay. Yeah. Chris Martin. Yeah. You know, I I, I always liked her until, like, uh, maybe six months ago. She eats her placenta. That's weird. Yeah. Um, that's a little weird. That's yeah. a lot of people. You'd be surprised how many women do that. that yeah. But, so... I want to get some they placenta. Were interv- <laughs> they were interviewing her about placenta. Endgame and just, like, subsequent... Marvel movies, and they said, you know, how do you feel about getting to work with somebody like Samuel L. Jackson? And she stops and looks and goes, Sam Jackson's in these? Yo, she did more to shit on the MCU than Scorsese by saying she never watched any of them. She's like, I'm just here to get a payday. <laughs> Fat payday, man. She had no idea that wait, Samuel wait. Jackson, who's been in more of these movies than anybody but Robert Downey Jr., Yo, you know what's was funny? in any of these movies. I listened to RDJ on, on Rogan's podcast Yeah, he today, was on Rogan today. And, and Downey 
praise Gwyneth Paltrow more than anyone I've ever heard, yeah, ever. The, and like the fact that she shits on him like that, I mean, he is the face of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tony Stark is the face so. of Marvel. And you shit on him like that? That's not that's I actually not think cool, it's man. the Dark Goblins from Thor 2. <laughs> the worst <laughs> villains in any of the MCU movies, right? I'm still sitting here waiting for fucking Adam with the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie that they tease at the end of the second one. Oh, they even Adam. started filming that. And that's what I'm annoyed I know, about. They, I think it's not getting filmed until at least the summer they're going to start. That's, that's going to be the last uh, the, of, of like the Phase, phase 5 movies, yeah, probably. That's fucking so... Like, they, well, Gunn is busy with uh, the Suicide Squad right now. Yeah. So they haven't even If he finished. does it right, I'll, I'll be happy about it. What, the Guardians Su- or Suicide, Suicide Squad? Squad. I, yeah, have, I have well, faith in him and Guardians The way they always. do it right is don't have Jared Leto play Joker. Is that fair? Yeah. Don't, don't I mean, have, I mean who, who wrote that I script? I think Birds dude. of Prey looks awful. It does Birds look bad. of Prey does not it look good. It looks really yeah. bad. Um, I, I saw the trailer during the national championship, and I was like... Ugh. Another thing I have to talk about that I saw, and I told you guys in the text last night, I need to talk about Terminator Dark Fate. I have to, because I'm so angry about I haven't this. seen it, but knowing how okay. bad it probably is, I'm still going to... I don't care. I had so many people mad at our Twitter today, because I just posted, John Connor dies three minutes into Terminator Dark Fate. Dot, dot, dot. Spoiler alert. <laughs> so, <laughs> is T3 Rise of Machines better than this? Yeah. Really? I love three, T3, dude. Three, T3, Salvation, and Genesis are significantly better than this. I, th- okay. I think Salvation's the worst. I would... Actually, I think 3 is the worst. Yeah, um, after this I, one. I, here's the thing with 3. I don't like how they made the Arnold's Terminator goofy. Like, yeah, was, I didn't yeah, like right. that. And so let me talk about Dark Fate for a minute. Okay. So they kill John Connor three minutes in. That's Arnold f- comes back in time. That fucking they wait. Me. Ed Furlong in it for literally thirty seconds on screen. Okay. And they're like, they think we got away, and then all of a sudden, Arnold's young Terminator comes up, shoots John, kills him, and then it's in Mexico. Okay. The movie's in Mexico. Terminator I- drops in. The chick Terminator. She's not a Terminator. She's a, a cybernetically enhanced human. So she is a human, but she has things in her that make her more powerful. She doesn't have an ectoskeleton or anything. A uterus? She's an actual human that had this thing placed into her to become like a Terminator. Ah. So she's enhanced speed, power, she okay. sees things, whatever, whatever. Cool. So she comes in because she needs to find this person, whoever it is. Mexico. They don't even tell you? In Me- they don't start... Exactly. That's part of my problem, too. So then the bad Terminator comes along, because naturally he's a bad Terminator. Always. Naturally. Um, they're looking for this... It's a girl. Her name's Danny something. Danielle, whatever. Um, Terminator show up. They fight. Blah, blah, blah. They fight. Her brother gets killed. Her father gets killed, because a bad Terminator can shapeshift, just like the T-1000. He can also split into two Terminators. He can be his, his human form, and then the ectoskeleton can fight. Okay? Goofy already, right? I'm getting annoyed. There's a big chase scene on a bridge. Sarah Connor shows up. Uh, she says, um, uh, I'll be back, blah, 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 whatever. Is it, is it at least a cool reveal? Would you give it that at least? Is what? it like a cool reveal of Sarah Connor? No, no. She no? just shows up. Come on. Um, and the reason, want to know why she shows, how she knew where to show up? Why? She, since John died, every two years, she gets a text with coordinates and it says, for John. And she shows up and she kills the Terminator, okay? Josh, you're hearing this, right? They eventually find out who the techs were coming from. Which were? Arnold Schwarzenegger's Terminator. Because at, because killing John Connor, Sky, Skynet's not even in the movie. It's not Skynet. It's a new software that went evil. And they starved everyone before nuclear holocaust, okay? So they rewrote Terminator. Yeah, well, they because that John Connor died and they technically... They, so made, it, they made Skynet obsolete at the end of T2, in theory. That's the actual way well, it happened. Yeah. And then they, they what happened was the events of him getting killed were shortly after T2. So Skynet thought it was still operating. Whatever, gone now. New program came along, an AI, whatever. It's oh, AI sick. now. It's AI robots, which is the same thing, more or less, right? Sounds like iRobot. So it... it Mm, kind of. So they find out that it was actually the T uh, the T one hundred and one Arnold's T one hundred and one, and what he's been doing now that he didn't have a mission anymore because Skynet's not around. 
So he um, he developed consciousness, and he adopted a family. He adopted a woman that um, was abused by her husband and his son. His name is Carl. He has a name, Carl. There's a great social justice warrior scene when they try crossing the border from Mexico into America, and they get locked up. And the chick Terminator's trying to get away, and she's like, "Where are the, where are the uh, release the prisoners?" They're not prisoners. De- they're detainees. We get it. We get it that they're trying to human. It's inhumane to call them prisoners. We get it. And then you find out that um, it, Sarah Connor does this whole thing where about the girl like you're supposed to birth the next John Connor, your mother Mary. And then the big reveal at the end is that no, she's not supposed to birth the next John Connor. She basically is the new John Connor. She leads the new resistance. I just got. Ju- I got so many fucking douche chills. The CGI is bad. The ending is bad. The whole thing is just weak. The way they kill the bad Terminator is she takes the processor out of the chick Terminator and puts it in the head of him, and then him and Arnold fight, and then they both die. And then it ends at the end where the chick Terminator's dead, and then it jumps in the future a bit, and it's Sarah Connor and the, the new chick watching over the chick Terminator as a child that died, making sure that you know she's going to be safe. But we have to prepare for the future. It fucking sucked. <laughs> I went in with the lowest of expectations, and it was a gigantic piece of shit. I was so woefully. I liked Genesis. I thought Genesis, Genesis was, fun. was at least I liked Genesis time. a lot. Yeah. I thought Genesis was a lot of fun. I thought it did the best at capturing the essence of what they wanted to do with the sequels. Yeah. I did. I did like three, but there's just some things that take me out of it. Nick Stahl wasn't good as John Connor. No. And I didn't like making Arnold do talk to the hand. Like, it was too much of the rehash. <laughs> but some parts were dope. But the minigun, getting to the war was dope in 3. Salvation is the most dull to me, but it had the most potential. Salvation yeah. had so much potential. But this one, I do suggest watching it just so you see what I'm talking yeah. about. It's, I, I'll probably watch it. Even I'm though not I gave happy everything away, it, but I'll probably watch I, I it. I was the second John Connor got killed. I was like, "You got to be kidding me!" Mm-hmm. You just made the. I don't think it ruins one and two because I'm. They're gonna probably reboot this in ten years again anyway. Yeah. But they should just stop. Just stop. Yeah. Like there's so many things about the dangers of AI now between Black Mirror and all these different shows. You don't need it anymore. Like no. one and two are arguably the two greatest action films of all time. Two is one of the two or three best sequels of all time. Like, as far as sequels go, what? Godfather 2, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Terminator 2, Empire, yep. Aliens, yeah. I would say, are the best sequels of all time. Yeah, I agree. I, w- I mean, you could flip those. Any- I think Godfather 2 is number one regardless. And then Rocky 5, of course. Um, <laughs> is there anything else, movies you're looking forward to, Josh, that are coming out soon? Um, coming out? Uh, no, I don't think there's really anything on my radar yeah. right now. I, I need to see... Um, Uncut Gems, and I know it's on Plex, but yeah, I want to yeah. see it in the in the theater. I think I still got a little bit of time before I, it's very little bit of time. Not too yeah. much um, more, because especially now that Joker's going back into theaters because it got eleven Oscar nominations, that'll yeah. probably bump it down because it'll probably make a shit ton of money again. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Will. Um, I, I definitely think he's winning Best Actor. Oh, at least. Do you know what I like doing when I get home? Sometimes I do this to the landlord. I was like, "Do you want to know what's trending right now?" Because it's <laughs> funny to see what's trending on Twitter because. You can get some really douchey things. Um, here's a boy. Um, Rocky Johnson died. The Rock's father. I saw that. I posted I saw rest that. in peace, Rock Senior, mm-hmm. um, which is fair. Um, Daniel Radcliffe is starring in a trailer for something I don't want to see. Why is Tony Atlas trending? Uh, oh, it's know, about it's about Rocky Johnson. Delta pilot dump fuel on kids on a playground. <laughs> Wait, read that again. What is Delta that? pilot dumped fuel on the kids on a playground. 
That's great. Like, your kid is on the merry-go-round? Uh, hot oral. <laughs> Taylor, how hot does hot oil get if you get it on your skin? How does it feel? Uh, it doesn't. I'm being, I'm being, fair, I'm being very honest. Oil itself, when it, in, a, in a refined state, welcome to class, in a refined state is therefore not flammable until it's atomized. You could take a lit cigarette and throw it into a bo- uh, not crude oil. I'm not saying you should do this. I'm saying <laughs> that in a refined state, red heating oil, number two heating oil, when you toss a lit cigarette into a bucket, it will go out like water. Okay. Because it has to be atomized. Now, what if Don't I, do it! What if I took, like... Let, let's I'm say, telling you not to do it! Would this be good? If I had a barrel of I'm oil... I'm letting people know and I find, not wait, to wait, do that! Let me ask but, you, I'm a professional! But you're saying that it wouldn't do anything, so yeah, why not? you're saying it wouldn't do anything, so why can't we do Should it? We do I'm it? covering... Let's do it on the show next okay. week. I'm covering my ass and I'm what not if, bringing what oil. If, Let's do it on the show what next week. What if we week? light his dick on fire, and the only way no, he can okay, put it out is no, by okay, putting no, it in so, the oil? No, so he, here's the truth. So the only thing that's really flammable when it, fire. When it, com- you, when it comes to liquid... combust oil next week because I'm not going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only time it becomes flammable, like I said, is when it becomes atomized. The only thing You're that's... You're a flamer. Re- the only time is when it becomes flammable. You let him talk about his job. Let me talk about mine, dick. Well, I sell tickets and write on screens all day. <laughs> Fuck you. No, uh, yeah, so fall like, down the stairs again, jerk off. <laughs> fine. I broke a vacuum too. Good. No. Did you land on it? Yes, I did actually. I blew the bottom. Really? Right, yeah, I blew the bottom right out. Real talk. No, uh, uh, diesel fuel itself is not. It is flammable, but what what is really flammable about it is the vapors. That's what lights first, and then the oil itself will light. Um, and then obviously gasoline is gasoline. That speaks for itself. That, so that's don't not, throw a cigarette into a barrel of gasoline. Just don't do whatever. What it, could you, in theory, let's say we took one of your oil trucks, right? No, we bring it just and we just <laughs> dump it in the ocean. That's is that terrible. good for it. No. Why? Are you kidding me? Can that's you prove absolutely that? terrible. Yeah. What are you talking about? Have you never watched Deepwater Horizon? You, what are you talking about? Were you there? It's a movie. That's not even real. You're really pissing me off. You know that, right? <laughs> What's wrong with dumping it? Whoa, dude, you have to put oil somewhere. Just put it in the ocean. Find some baby seals. Cover them. <sighs> All right. Those are great videos, and you see the oil spills. Just, a, just a, like another pelican that can't fly. It's, it's Dick. Like, yeah, it can't see anything. Birds suck. Birds do suck. Shit. Fuck them. It, it's Ralph had it's a on great, my arm, dude. I got a pigeon on my arm. Ralph had a great point about the birds in Australia. Just fly over it. Fuck Go em. away. <laughs> You're fine. So, by the way, speaking of tattoos, I dig the fucking Pennywise tattoo. Because we just so, talked to It Chapter yeah, 2 before. So, so dig what, it. And the Georgie boat. I, I didn't know notice that. That's cool. what the next Stephen King one you actually want to get is. Father Callahan. Father Callahan, I like that. I'm not that deep, so whatever you guys say goes. I don't know. Not Salem's Lot. Say who? Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. Oh, right. Another okay. Stephen King yeah, one. Okay. Um, I like my suggestion of the shoe from Pet Cemetery. Yeah. The shoe <laughs> rolling the around. Shoe on the what if ground. it was just the casket <laughs> and the arm flying out really quick? <laughs> Oh There's some God. good. You can honestly do the cat from Pet Cemetery. I know you were talking about Jack. Zelda. Jack. Uh, ooh, <laughs> you were talking about Jack Torrance. I honestly think like to fit more the typewriter is mm. so iconic. Too. Actually, I was thinking about it. I might not even do a Jack Torrance piece. I might just get a red rum. Yeah, red rum works too. You can even just do part of the door, like the split door with red rum on it. Like yeah. I, you haven't watched Doctor Sleep yet either. No, I got to find a copy of for you guys on Plex. That would be nice. Doctor Sleep is fucking awesome. That just missed my top ten. Because I, I fucking awesome. I wanted to go see it, so I watched The Shining. DVD be familiarized and I never saw it and I'm like I used to watch The Shining so again. I bought The Shining on Apple TV last week just cause like you know I, I wanted to watch it and 4K. it was on sale yo in the 4K cut you can't you can't see this in the SD cut and you can't even see it in the HD cut Yeah. Uh, so that shows goes to show you how good 4K restorations are for older movies Yeah. and the flyover in the beginning yeah. in the 4K cut you can see the helicopter blades oh that's fucking cool that's I was wild. like yo that's fucking wild that's I never wild noticed that, that shit before that yeah mm-hmm. you can't in the regular ones at all um, The Shining's still so good 
Yeah. It's still so the best part of Ready Listen, Player One is the shining part. I'm being honest. Like like there are parts in movies where I'm like I genuinely am like uncomfortable and the part when he's walking up the movie. Darling, darling light of my life. I don't want to hurt you. Does he, I wanna bash your brains in. Bash him right the fuck in. I like And when no. he when he does that, he's so proud of himself. Bash him right the fuck. In. I like he's the part. So good, I like dude. the part Nicholson, where he goes. Prime Nicholson is so really. Good. He needs to see a doctor. Like <laughs> he's such a dick. Just, the, still the weirdest part is the he, fucking the the bear blowing the guy or that getting was, blown. Yeah, that's the strangest I, shit I, ever. The bathtub fucked me up, man. That still fucks me up. The shine. I really, really great. like the Shining's great. I I love Doctor Sleep. Flanagan is one of the best yeah. directors going, and they're talking about potentially another Nightmare on Elm Street, and he's like, I have an idea for it. Let him do well, it because yeah. how good was. Haunting of Hill House. Well, Oculus I can't, was I can't wait till Blind Manor yeah, comes out. Well, I was going to say, if they cool. do something similar to how they remade Halloween the same way, with you know what I'm saying? Yeah, Where they paid well, homage the, while making the, its own the new the thing? The Nightmare on Elm Street remake with Jackie Earl Haley was a piece of shit. Yeah, I, I, I like Jackie yeah, Earl Haley a lot. The movie was terrible. I liked the 2009 Friday the 13th. I thought that was good. That was good. I even liked, to an extent, Rob Zombie's first Halloween. I rewatched that recently. I hated Rob Zombie's Halloween too. No, it was terrible. I, re- I rewatched his the first Halloween because I had a very negative view on it for a long time, and I didn't I didn't dislike it. Mm-hmm. I didn't necessarily like it. There were some things I really liked. The backstory stuff was actually pretty well done, but when it gets to the Michael Myers stuff, it just becomes too much of a retread of the original. And the girl that played his sister was terrible. Oh, oh. She was annoying in the Halloween re- in the his re- Halloween. So speaking of Rob Zombie films and stuff, we've watched the last two weeks. Okay. I watched House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, I love. I, and I, when I you've seen it before? No, I hadn't. So I I absolutely <laughs> I love. Captain Spaulding. Oh, the, oh, if you love Captain Spaulding, fuck your that, mother. If you okay. love Captain Spaulding in that, you have to see Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Devil's Rejects makes it. House of a Thousand dude, Corpses look like a piece of shit. Dude, the part where he goes, and most of all, fuck you too. Dude, it <laughs> blows him away. Uh, Devil's Rejects is legitimately one. Of, that came out what 2006. Yeah. I want to say House one of the best corpses. horror movies of the 2000s. Dude, there's this part. Great. I'm not going to give away too much uh, of anything, but there's this part in the movie. If you love Captain Spaulding, that you'll love. I he love carjacks Captain. this lady, <laughs> and her son is sitting in the car still. Is he stressed? As a clown yeah. yeah, he oh, gets in the cl- he gets in the car and the kid starts screaming. He goes, "What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Don't we make you laugh? Are we fucking funny?" <laughs> <laughs> Dude, did you watch um the Three from Hell yet? I love no, that's on yet. Plex also. It was okay. Uh, that, that's why I'm not that excited to watch it because I read just like okay. Sherry Moon Zombie sucks. She's the worst. She's a she's terrible. the worst part of every one of his movies. His, the the chick, the, the baby in House of a Thousand Corpses, the oh, blonde yeah, girl, right, that's his right. wife. She's a terrible actress. Yeah, she's a dog shit actress. She was okay. She was passable in Devil's Rejects because yeah. they tamed her a little bit. Mm-hmm. Rob Zombie is a very good director from uh, an actual standpoint of directing. Not a great storyteller. No, he's not he's, a great storyteller. He's also a great frontman, man. White Zombie oh, went that way. Dude. White Zombie went to shit when he left. Oh man. yeah, I dude, I still love Hellbilly Deluxe. That's a great fucking album. Even I, his second album, yeah, that was good. I, I, good songs I, on. I even like his old, I, his newer stuff. Like even as far as like Educated Horses, I, I liked a lot. a lot of the stuff he's put out. I, w- I was supposed to see him last year before <laughs> Richie and I almost got arrested. That's still dude, great. Richie That's texted a great me the story. other day, and he's like, "Hey man." tornado warning in my town right now <laughs> i was like so he, i i think i texted you guys a story about he he's hooking up with this chick yep. that's married mm-hmm. and now so I, I hope the chick i hope the chick's doing listen. he's also hanging out with this girl that's like a lesbian right but not like to hook up with her they're oh, just friends just, all right and he's talking to her he's like i've been seeing this girl and it's the girl that's married that he's been hooking up with so this chick is cheating on her husband with richie and this lesbian <laughs> 
That's awesome. I'm like, Richie, it was like, you're down south. Apparently, this chick said, my husband knows and doesn't care. I'm like, oh, he's a cuckold. <laughs> he's one of them. I was like, maybe it's, I don't know if they have kids or whatever, but I was like, Richie, you of all people should not be tempting fate down south. <laughs> like, you're going to get shot. You're fucking lynched. Yeah, dude. You look like a uh, one of the people that was in the first half of Terminator Dark Fate. No. <laughs> you look like one of the dudes so, that stormed the Alamo. So, I got a, I got a funny story about one of my, uh, one of my employees. Okay. Uh, Do yeah. So we appreciate good pranks, right? Sure. This guy's in the army, and uh, his CO played... Stolen Valor. No, no. You guys came no, in no. all military gear. His, his, <laughs> he, he was away this weekend on drill, and his CO played one of the best pranks. Oh, he's Army Reserve. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, he was active duty for... Gotcha, you know, gotcha. He's on reserve now. He's like now. Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. So... Is he hot? No. Uh, so... Depends who you ask. Yeah. So he's uh, he's Mexican. Colucci, probably. He's, he's a citizen... <laughs> But he's Mexican, like he's, he, okay, he's but not he's, from he's, Mexico, he's from so America. So he's a Mexican-American. Yes. Gotcha. So uh, their drill this week is they were doing ice training. Oh, cool. So uh, the CEO told the guy who was running the training, and uh, they're calling people up to do, like, their, their part of the training. It's uh, Diaz. Guy gets up there, he goes, Diaz, you Colombian? No. Quite Venezuelan? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come with me. <laughs> <laughs> Probably shit in his pants, dude. Yeah, dude that's shit awesome. in his pants. That's he was telling us the story. I was fucking rolling around oh, laughing, that's dude. Fucking yeah, that's great. fucking awesome. I, I miss doing the pranks that we would do at Best Buy because there were there there were some ones the like, stupidest we, ones. Just moving the fucking cars to Pier oh. One. So dumb. I listen. I was pissed. Uh, that when I was, was pissed. Colucci. That was all me. And the fact you got the fact you got Troy to do his his first week there. First weekend. <laughs> yeah, first dude. weekend like there. Maybe three or four days into his Best Buy I'm tenure. A, the thing is, I have an incredible ability to get people to do dumb things. No, you. <laughs> no. Well, I don't know why. It's maybe I just pick very influential people to surround myself with. That wasn't my fault at Best Buy that they were all influential. Besides all, you guys, all yeah. idiots. Yeah, idiots. I like what the time I didn't do something and I got blamed was when someone poked a hole in someone's Arizona iced tea can. And like that someone is sitting at this fucking table. <laughs> yeah, and they went to drink. It wasn't even like it was like a little hole like you're supposed to do. It was a fucking size of a nickel. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a natural order of things, right? Because he gets blamed. Eventually, they say, "Okay, he didn't do it. He's not owning up to it." Then I get blamed. It's like, no, it's not fucking me. I don't know. No who one did ever it. found out who it was until he told us like two years later. Yeah, but the best part was I was there with her as this was happening. Uh, Oh my god! She's bringing out a customer, and she goes to drink her fucking Arnold Palmer uh, ninety nine cent tea, and it just pours out. It's like one of those big jugs of water that you have to pull to open. It just all over. Her. It just covers her, and the customer, <laughs> the, the customer laughs at her, and she starts crying. Yeah, my and, favorite. And is that no one knew. The one coworker who will remain nameless is like, "Why'd you do that, dude?" I'm like, "I didn't fucking do anything." Immediately blames. I was him. like, immediately. I, I got pissed. I'm like, I will take blame for that. Like, if it was me, I'm fine with taking the blame on that kind of shit. Cool with it. Fine. Didn't do it. Sorry. Shit was funny. Either way. It was a great day. Uh, I got blamed, and naturally, it's like, well, if it wasn't Dan, it was Josh. It was so funny, because no one suspected a fucking thing. No. Well, and you Nobody. kept it so coy for so long. Dude, my, I was up there, too. It was like the first three weeks we were there. I was like, all right. Who wrote Dan's Who wrote Dan's phone number in the bathroom stall? Yeah, Gary asked me if it was me. He's like, "Did you write your phone number on the bathroom?" I was like, I, "Why would I write my own phone number?" I didn't. That's another one. You didn't know about that for years, no, dude. No, dude, I wasn't even mad. I was like, "Whatever." Like that's a, that kind of shit. I for, don't care. For a about. good time, called Dan Perosi and it put his. Number. I like that. I got blamed for the duty on the toilet paper dispenser. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, first off, someone take a turd, scoop it I out. I haven't done a poop prank to anyone in a long time, <laughs> not since high school. Motherfucker cupped his hands. And okay, that was some little kid that. 
that had been molested that has poop problems. He most definitely likely. got touched. So I was I was talking I was just talking to Justin about this this week as well because have our conversations about him cleaning up shit. But <laughs> I I was like I know people thought it was me, but I would admit admit to that honestly. Like I have no shame in my poopy game. And I no was shame like, in my poopy game. I, we used Shut to play, dude in high school parties. We used to, we'd go to like a house party of someone we didn't know or didn't like. We'd play hide the dookie. <laughs> Why is that a game? Do you know what it is? But I'm, I'm assuming you hide the dookie. <laughs> you just take a shit in one random room <laughs> and leave it. One random room. <laughs> yeah, and you gotta find it. <laughs> you what? Were, like there, there was one time. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Where you like shit in a pillowcase and put it back? Like what a fucking Pretty dickhead! <laughs> but I t- took a shit on the floor. It was uh, like a good log. Picked it up with toilet paper uh, and I put it under their bed sheets. Oh, that's disgusting! <laughs> so they'd hear it squish. Ugh! <laughs> It'd be funny to me. That is so gross. Dude, no, we we used to do upper deckers. Upper deckers were always funny. I, I never I never did poop pranks. Never. I thought that shit. Well, well, you have well, a sir. You got plenty of time. Because here's the truth. If I I would I would prank someone to an extent to what I would get pranked back at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wouldn't well, no, I, I, I wouldn't, wouldn't do a poop prank to one of my friends. Right. This was the well, people I didn't know. I'm saying like I'm saying <laughs> or like I didn't like. I'm saying like I would pull a prank on you and I and not like I would get mad if you did the same thing back to me. Obviously, I'm saying yeah. I wouldn't go far enough. An upper decker isn't as bad as hide the dookie. An upper decker you're just kind of like this is kind of gross right now. We did uh, hide the dookie at a girl we graduated with her house. Um, initials we? AC. Oh. oh yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she had it coming. Yeah. Let's be fair. I guess. Dude, um, I, have, I know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, that one was in. Uh... <laughs> That's fucking stupid. That was almost. Uh, stupid. I just dumb. remembered where it was. Where? Go ahead, tell. You can't. You have to tell us it's now. In your dad's office. <laughs> And it was like, it was like the fucking like the presidential desk. <laughs> yeah, and it, I put it like under the desk where like, like where's that smell coming from? And then the se- second he puts his head under to look, it's just a fucking log. What if you have like diarrhea that day? You just shit in a bag. You put it in like, but well, like, I wouldn't play hide the dookie with diarrhea because then you need like a Stanley steamer no, to clean it because it'll be fine. Because then you'd be like, oh my god, who hit chocolate pudding in my desk? <laughs> oh, in the desk, just open up a desk drawer <laughs> like we did with. The- well, that wasn't us. Well, to be fair, that part wasn't that one part was. We us. definitely were the catalysts for everything. Well, you know, we only shut the I heat off. You, but unlike some friends at the party, we don't go missing. Um, <laughs> Yo. I said it. Yo, you, you know that movie Inception? He's went one deeper. Yeah, whatever. People go missing sometimes. Is his spindle still spinning or is it not? Do we know? I think, it, I think he was still oh. in a dream. And I just rewatched Inception. Fair enough. Also, now we'll make it a little bit nicer. I just bought an air fryer, and I am so fucking happy Air fryers it. are great. Air fryer? Josh, you It's so it. much better 50 for re- bucks. reheating food. 50 bucks. Uh, I almost said Amazon. 50 bucks. Best Buy. Fucking great. All right, Josh. $30. Amazon. No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Why not? Because I can't, I, I'm trying to like actually keep going forward with this whole eating healthy thing. Sure. I'm on a solid two weeks now. I haven't had fast food. I haven't had soda since the last time we convened. Um, I can see you are shaking you from McDonald's here? on the way home. No, I'm not. Good boy. I can see you shaking from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Like I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't broken out of the fucking cold sweats yet. Yeah. But. <laughs> Meat sweats. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to Taylor take. calls it sweat. <laughs> So I just sweat. Taylor wakes up and he's like, oh man, it just like ran a mile. <laughs> he sweats from his dreams. Dude, um, oh, spe- wait, speaking of dreams, I had, I've been, I've been playing Resident Evil 7. Yeah. Biggest mistake of my life. Why? Because well, he's a fucking pussy. The game is amazing, 
but it's fucking creepy. No offense, but you're a pussy. Wear headphones. Play it in the middle of the oh, night. That's what dude. I do. I played last night. But so you did that, you do it with the headphone sound? Because my sa- I told you my sound on my TV's broken, so I have to play with the headphones <laughs> on. <laughs> so okay, just get a new TV. You bought an air fryer. You were at Best Buy. Air fryer was fifty bucks. A that TV was two fifty. You don't have a girlfriend. You got plenty of money. True. I do, I do have plenty True. Of money. Or you could get hookers. I'm also being very cheap right now with a lot of shit. Right, anyway, no. So anyway, so playing that game until he sees a Funko. The entire that's different. The entire. Going to fucking Star Wars like an asshole. The, build by myself. Build the, on a Monday. The entire opening scene of uh, Biohazard 7 when like the oh, chick attacks horrific. him and shit. That was my dream and I was the actual guy. But then I had then I had a gun. So next thing you know, I turn the corner and I see, okay, there's there's a fucking demon. So I blast him away, but I only had six fucking bullets. So it took me three to kill that motherfucker. So I did him and I turned the corner. Now I got three fucking things. I shoot and I shoot and I kill two. The third one's right in my face. I put the gun to my head and I pulled the trigger and I woke up. Oh, okay. I've had scarier dreams than that. Wild, dude. Yeah, I mean, no, that game was de- with the headphones in. It's yeah. fucking horrific. I'm glad, like, 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 Where do you get to the fucking basement? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've seen gameplay footage, so I know what I'm in for. and I, I, see- I know it's coming, and I still don't like it. Did you see the new gameplay footage for Resident Evil 3? The, uh, they finally revealed Nemesis today, like is, the is, full look. Is it not first person, like the no, original No, it's not first trailer. person, it's but it looks person? more action-oriented. Okay. Um, and instead of having a rocket launcher, Nemesis is a flamethrower in this one. Come on. <laughs> so it's like more close combat, which I'm kind of about. You want to just I'm make, super fucking pumped. Just make my life so much harder than it I want to make another, make a fucking Dino Crisis. Make me a new fucking Dino yeah, Crisis. Yeah, give me Dino Crisis. Ma- I, make I make do- another Turok, dude. Come on, make oh, a good one. Make another Turok. Because Turok 2 wasn't sick. great. Was it Dawn of Fate or something? Something like that. I think it's just... I'm thinking Dark Fate still because I'm pissed. Or make a new Star Fox, Nintendo Switch. What's the fucking problem? I've been hearing that they're talking about making a Star Fox animated miniseries. They Netflix. should, bro. I'd be, I'd be and down. Slippy still sucks. Slippy every stuck. time. I Falco's realize... great and Peppy sucks too. Yeah, fuck they him. both. Kind of, Falco's cool. Falco's Shane great. Falco is one of the best quarterbacks in NFL history. That is true. Shave points. That though. is true. Manbro has a Shane Falco jersey. Does he, really? he does have a Shane Falco <laughs> I mean, I, jersey. Yo, I want a Mean Machine Paul Crew jersey really bad. Ooh, I want. I want nice. a what's his name from uh fuck Jamie who Jamie Fox played in any given Sunday. That's oh, a God. great fucking. I, I, movie. I want Vanderbeek from Varsity Blues. Did you say Give me Cuba Gooding Jr. What? Give me Cuba Gooding Jr. from Jerry Maguire. Oh, God. Um, you you know the the fat dude from uh, remember the Titans? Oh, it's Ethan. like it's, I gave your mom a piggyback uh, ride. Ethan, she weighs a ton. Ethan's uh, he was on My Name Is Earl too. Yo, he is now? fucking yoked. He's bro. fucking. He got jacked. Yo, yeah. he's yoked. He wouldn't even recognize he's, this motherfucker. And he has the burliest beard. Yeah, like, hold he, on, I gotta he, show he, you a picture of this guy. He is. He's been around. He was in Mallrats. There is no Easter Bunny. That's him. You dumb bastard. Yeah, you it's, dumb bastard. It's, it's, it's a schooner. A oh, it's, it's not a sailboat. It's, it's a, a schooner. schooner. You dumb bastard. <laughs> Stupid. Dude, look at this dude. It's great. I came in to see this. I brought a bag lunch and a soda. I'm going to stand here all day and see this fucking oh, thing. Wow. Look at him, dude. He's yoked. It, he, he was is, he was in the butterfly effect. He was the goth he dude. He was in the yeah. butterfly effect. Yeah. I, I was talking. Me and uh, ears were talking about the butterfly effect over the weekend. That's one of those movies that if it came out now, I'd hate it. But I have an affection for it because it was so cool when it I came know, out. I never liked it. I I, I, I didn't like it when it first came out. Hollywood wanted Ashton Kutcher to be their guy so bad. Yeah, and just, he was just he's just Michael Kelso always. He's just but he and when he tries to be serious, he doesn't have charisma. And here's he the, was a terrible Steve Jobs. No 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 no. Michael I Fassbender was a much better. Well, it's Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender. Yeah. I mean, it's apples to oranges. 
oranges or apples to coconuts. Apple to apple, get it? Uh-huh. <laughs> the fucking idiots. But anyway, no, I I didn't hate him in that. But what made what made the other Steve Jobs movie better was Rogan as Wozniak. Rogan yeah, was amazing that was in that good. movie. You know what I had written down for the whole Lizzo conversation? What? Just says Lizzo is fat. <laughs> That's all it says. I just going back. I, it's just fucking stupid. Um, you guys want to talk about the AFC and FC championship now before we finish up? Yes. So okay. I, I I said it in my group chat with a couple buddies of mine from Florida and everything like that. I go, listen, if there's one upset I'm pulling for and I think it is a reality is Tennessee over Baltimore and I was 100% right on it and I wish I took the regular line instead of plus 14. Yeah, um, I, I, I was surprised at that. I picked Tennessee to beat New England. Did we all pick Tennessee all to beat New England? Okay, no, we all did, right? We all, I think we all picked... Ten- oh, we didn't see each other, but yeah, we all picked Tennessee to beat New England, yes. Uh, I, w- I took Baltimore to beat them. I was surprised at the manner in which it happened, and I, I really hate that the narrative on Lamar Jackson suddenly that he sucks because no, of one bad game. No. It's such garbage. So I, 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 and you know what? Trevor Lawrence shouldn't be the first overall pick next I, year. That, yeah, that's, I, I don't I mean? disagree. Like it's, but So here's my thing. So w- with a team like Baltimore, and you could see it with Tennessee... Tennessee hasn't stopped playing. It's two weeks off for yeah, Baltimore, for sure. and for a, sure. a, an offense like that relies on momentum. And when the momentum stops, it's hard to start again. Yeah, you know, they and were Baltimore they were going to get out of their own way early on. The drops were insane. The so many. The first interception was not his fault. No, not his fault. Andrews at all. didn't so, to get it. So many drops. So many miscommunicate. So much miscommunication. So many bad penalties. Yeah, the penalties then, was the most shocking thing. And Tennessee taking advantage <laughs> when it had to, and Derrick Henry being that well, fucking and, guy. And the, and the thing with the 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 bye week for a team like the Ravens that is such a rhythm offense that it's supposed exactly. to be everything is just firing perfectly. It's different. It's different than a lot of teams that like when you look at what KC did. They, them also with Kansas City in that Texans game. Almost all those points Houston scored besides the Kenny Stills touchdown were, silly. were flukes. Yeah, absolutely. They were there was Kansas City getting in their own way. And that's why like we I said this to you in the text too that you know, the difference between Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes is Lamar Jackson's strengths are not there yet passing yet. I think he will get there because he's already advanced. He got through 36 touchdowns this year. He's going to be a good player. He's yeah, already absolutely. a great player. But Pat Mahomes, for a thousand, for Pat a Mahomes can make all the throws already. Every throw. And the fact that, like, when they were down 24 nothing, I was watching it with Meg's boyfriend, and he's like, this is crazy. I'm like... Watch what happens before halftime. So I was like, watch. So in my, I had Kansas City in my parlay minus four and a half, and they were down twenty four nothing. It's Qu- ridiculous. Quas sitting there with a shitty grin on his face. Oh, you're gonna lose, dude. And then the first thing I remember, I said, it's the I same go, Pat Mahomes sucks now too. I, I said that too at one point, but I, I, I go, Bob. Yeah, before he played, it's, though, it's gonna be fine. Seven straight touchdowns. They, they outscored scored, fifty-one scored to seven. Twenty-one points in two minutes. Outscored fifty-one to seven in the second half. Yeah. The only touchdown that uh, was real for them was the t- uh, the. I mean, of course, I hate saying flukes because you got to take advantage, and they did. But the only touchdown that was earned was the Kenny Stills bomb early on. Yeah, no, yeah. I wasn't. That was a blown coverage. Yeah, but it was the only Same one thing. that right, wasn't like from a mistake on their part. It was bad field position. It wasn't a bad field position. A block punt. It was just a, a good, punt. It was also a good play call. As soon as um, the Chiefs started firing, you couldn't stop them. And, Bill, listen, Bill, you want to talk about some? Getting in their own way, Bill O'Brien to the max, calling a fake punt. Bill Why? Bill O'Brien is a, stinks. He's not a good head coach. He stinks, dude. He's. Uh, I think he is a good evaluator of talent. He's holding Deshaun he's, Watson back. In my yes, opinion, he is holding him back. Now, what are you guys? Who are you taking in Chiefs, Kansas City? So, Chiefs, Kansas City. Chiefs, Titans. Josh. Um, I want to take the Titans so very badly. I I do too, but I just think. It, they're going to put up at least 35. It's a much different offense yeah. than what you have, and they have so many different weapons. And, again, Pat Mahomes could hit all those throws, and he could play from behind like Lamar Jackson is not built to. It's the first time that the, t- the Ravens all year trailed by more than 10 points, yeah. which is fucking crazy. Uh, it's the first loss since October. Yeah, I'm going to take the Chiefs 
because of uh, the sense of practicality. Yeah, um, agree. But Fair. I believe that there is a magic in Tennessee right there now definitely that is. could uh, overpower. So, yeah, there definitely is. I think that this Kansas City team is much different than the one when the Titans beat them 35-32 earlier this year. Yes. It was 35-32. Yeah. Was Kansas, Kansas City, was they were banged up at one point Their in the season. defense was terrible. It wasn't playing like it was now. And I listen, I mean my words, Frank Clark is a good DN, blah, 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 he's blah, a, blah. He's a very, you know what, he's not flashy. I still he's think a, they overpaid him a little they bit. They did. You have to, though, when you pay for guys. 110 million. You have to overpay. You always overpay no, for free I, agents. I understand but that. He's a, ve- he's a complete so, defensive end. So my whole thing with this, again, I agree with Josh. I think there's magic in the air in uh, in. Nashville right I think now. they'll keep it close. But I, th- I I think I think Tennessee pulls it out because I would love to see nothing more than Tannehill start in Miami in the Super Bowl. That would be great. That'd I'd be, be awesome. happy for him. And also because I have a vendetta against a couple buddies of mine who said that the Titans beating the Ravens it was bad for the NFL. That's a shitty take. Um, I think it's really really dumb. It's bad for the NFL. Everyone likes an underdog. No, I understand. I know. That. That's if what your I'm saying. Are saying that they're well, stupid. Well, I was. Uh, nothing uh, is bad for the NFL when two of the no. three, two of the three, uh, four teams remaining are the fucking Packers so, and the 49ers. So, so my argument was. Was that like you know we don't want to watch the playoffs if the best players aren't in it? Okay, so when Larry Fitzgerald didn't make the playoffs 15 out of 16 years, did yeah. we stop watching? No. Yeah, but when he was in we, the playoffs, he was the best player. What are we talking about? But, here? but, but like, listen, it's, it's it's bad for the no. it's it's very it's very very silly, and I just I I pay it no mind at this point because it doesn't make any sense to me. Um, I. Again, like I said, the way that Rabel trolled Belichick, like Belichick did everyone for years, and f- the Rabel of all people to do it back to him with the intentional false oh, starts yeah, the yeah. week before, and I then didn't and like then it the- at first, but it obviously paid off because I'm always of the. Ma- it, 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 you also he showed no respect for Brady. No, I loved, no fear I did, of Brady. I loved it, and I loved the fact that Logan Ryan, an ex-Patriot, was a pick six. Oh, to that end was that wonderful! Game. Um, I was so happy, dude. I listen, was so, I was so happy. The Bills everyone, lost. Everyone I was that thrilled week, the Bills lost. That week was I wanted a Tennessee the Bills fan. to win. I was I did thrilled. Too. I did. Too. Uh, no playoff win since 1995. So, you fucking Bills mafia jerk off. <laughs> I fucking hate those fans, and I can't wait till one of them dies I jumping off there. I, I think they're cool. I, no, I lo- not fucking. They have nothing better to do. Eat some wings and shut the fuck up. It's hilarious. Wait until one of them breaks their neck and dies. I can't Dude, wait. I'm going to cheer it on. I'm going to say say hi to Owen Hart for me. The entire the entire area of Buffalo is basically what barstool sports is. <laughs> but like, so my I want I'm I'm going to pick Tennessee just because I like I said I think there's magic in the air. First of all, it'll be such a great road performance that we've seen go on the road in Foxborough and win, go into Baltimore and win, now go into Kansas City and possibly win, and then win the Super Bowl. It'll be one of the best runs Score we've prediction. ever seen. Score prediction. Score prediction. The uh, 24-21. All right, I'm taking Kansas City. 42-28. I think it's going to be scoring. I think it's going to be close early on, but I think in the, late in the second half, Kansas City is going to go on one of those rolls where you can't stop them. It's hard, and it, it's a, again, it's a much different offense because unlike the Ravens, they can stretch the field and well, hit all those in stride. They can run the ball, and their screen game is ridiculous. The Ravens have three tight ends, and what Travis Kelsey can do by himself, exactly. So I, I get that Travis Kelsey is yeah. solely the best tight end in the league. Like I so think, the, it's hard I to think cover the Chiefs are going to make Tannehill beat them, and I don't think he's going to be able to win a shootout. I think uh, Nicole Hardman's going to make a. If, big if the Chiefs too. go up by two scores early, it's going to be a blowout. It's going to be hard. It's going to be a blowout because then you have to abandon the run. And if I, you have to abandon with, the run. With Derrick Henry that good, can you, though? If you're down by two scores, especially as the game goes on, you can't well, run the ball well, anymore. Well, later in the game, yeah, I yeah, see yeah. that. But I'm saying is like how good Derrick Henry's been. Force, well, He's I, been I historically good I, in the postseason. I agree, but I think the problem is if they go up two scores, the coaching staff is going to be like, we have to score points now because we can't let them get up three scores, and then they're going to go to more passing no, plays. No, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with yeah, you. Yeah. I'm just saying that. I think it'll be close early on, but yeah. I, I think it's going to be one of those games where the final score 
doesn't show you how close the so, game actually was. So coming was. along like the, like the final furlong is when Kansas City pulls away. Correct. Yeah, okay, yeah, exactly. Um, Josh, what do you think the score will be? Uh, I'm going to go 35-31. That's a good score. That's I could good. see that. I could see that. I'm thinking relatively low score because I think defenses show up this week. That's what yeah. I think. At All least right. in the AFC. In the um, NFC? Hmm. The NFC, I think this game is going to be a lot closer than their game a few weeks ago because it's rare that you see back-to-back blowouts like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Packers and uh, at, at San Francisco. Packers fucking laid the wood. They were. I mean, Dude. it was close at the end. Uh, and they, they, because the, the score they finally, let Russell, the they score finally was, let Russell Wilson throw the ball. The, you know, he couldn't run the Bring Marshall Lynch into retirement was fucking stupid. No, I'm sorry. He no. was for the red zone, but he's he's but, he, he wasn't the same but, guy in Oakland. No, listen, but no, listen, that's fine, but who else I mean like Green He didn't know bring, the system. He didn't play with them there. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's it's still that's beast mode. You bring him in, he knows the team and he knows Russell Wilson. I it's not a short thing. I would rather take my chances with Marshawn Lynch than some fucking scrub off the street. Especially when Pete Carroll's coached him, he's played yeah, with him, I he guess, knows I guess. It's just it's being familiar, and best because he has uh, uh, experience in the postseason. Yeah, that's I fine. Get that. So th- that's they were playing. I mean, his two point two yards listen, really helped them. But listen, they were playing it safe because when you sure, when you sure. lose uh, Penny and CJ Procise, Homer looked pretty good though. Homer was running really well. Yeah, he's not bad. Um, not bad. White boy playing running back. Aaron Rodgers was awesome this past week. Some of the, him um, and Devontae Adams, their chemistry is incredible. Yeah, Devontae Adams is the best route, route runner in next to Michael Thomas in yeah, the league right absolutely. now. His pure route running is oh, incredible. Come on. Come, Julio Jones is the best I'm, route runner no, in the NFL. No, Michael Thomas is right oh, now. Stop I, you it. have to make an argument for Adam Thielen, too, honestly. No, as a no. It's, yes. it's fucking Michael Thomas and his seven yards per catch can go fuck themselves. Uh, excuse me, it was 11 this year. But route running wise, he broke the, the receiving record. Here's the thing. Record, here's bro. the thing. Julio is a you great. He's a gr- Julio's a great route runner. Look, all he catches is fucking slants. It, yeah, all he fucking catches but is slants. That's the hardest thing to do in stride when they know it's coming. The fact that you can get a, a, a D back to break on a fucking slant so, like that. I, especially because like he's, Julio's a physical freak. His route well, running could be off and he's still open. He, that's the difference. He's, he's also a true number one receiver. Not a lot of these true number ones like an OBJ, a lot of these guys, they don't want to go over the middle. They want to go outside the numbers. That's mm-hmm. what they want. So to have someone like a Julio Jones or Michael Thomas, I think those two guys are in a category all them all their own. Julio's been doing it for so much longer than Michael has only because he's been in the league longer. But I'm, I'm, I'm saying pure, pure route running to get open. Julio, Dante Adams is not as physical. Also, Gift but, also, but I will say the one thing Julio has over Michael, Julio has burner speed. Oh, that's on the what I mean. Outside. I'm saying those guys yes. aren't as physically gifted. They have to have their route running to get open. Julio's and you watch Devonte. Yeah, easily. Devonte, when you watch him, his routes make the best defensive backs bite. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. And it's just because it's just the smoothness of how you're running and how you start. Stop. Julio's a great See, route runner. I, I, it's not a slight against him. It's just showing how they have to compensate for their lack of physical ability. I, if, if Julio Jones was as good as route runner as them, he would have 2,000 receiving yards. See, every year. See, I, like Calvin Johnson was a better route runner than Julio Jones. Calvin he was, Johnson was just a he freaking was, name. He was a great six, route six. runner. And like again, Julio's a great route runner. Calvin Johnson's one of the best route runners and he was a freak physically like Julio was. I so I'm not to, trying to slight him. I'm just I, saying these guys... Right have that ability without the physical gifts of Julio. I got into an argument with someone who said that Tyreek Hill is a great route runner, and I said, no, he makes a great move at the line, and then he runs around you. That's all He's he does. He's a good route runner for a guy that is known for well, his speed. Well, I'm, saying, I'm actually if, impressed because he can make some catches and uh, get open well, in some ways I wouldn't expect I'm for a guy his it, size. If you watch him just get off the line, obviously the speed speaks for itself because he catches up to everyone yeah. when they run away from everyone. Did you see the latest AB video? 
Yeah, oh, with the cops? Yeah. He's terrible, Yeah, dude. but Colin Kaepernick disrespects the cops. When, 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 when he threw a bag of dicks yeah. at his baby mama. Did you mama? see the cops gave him his donation back? He dude. donated something to the police department, and they gave him the check Listen, back. I, I, this whole AB <laughs> thing got, was, got it's so... It's kind of sad. This yeah, whole this AB point. thing got so out of hand, and I was really... It put me over the edge when he put out the video after the, the Saints workout, and he said, the Saints did it for a, a publicity, publicity stunt. stunt. Shut up. The balls you have to be part of one of the best like teams the me- in the NFL. I like the meme going around now. It says Mike Tomlin should get in the Hall of Fame for dealing with Antonio. Antonio Brown for nine years. <laughs> I agree. Um, okay, so going back to NFC Championship, um, I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, I have I, a hard time seeing another blowout. I, I don't see it being a blowout. I think just because of the, the stakes that are there. Kittle did not practice I, today, which is a little worrisome. Well, Kittle, Kittle was kind of quiet in that last game, yeah, to be honest sure, with for you. Sure. Um, you saw a lot of big runs from Tevin Coleman, from Morstead, who's turning into an absolute star. And that guy, Debo Samuel, is a fucking Oh, he's, stud. he's a freak. I um, think this game will be pretty close. I think that because Devontae Adams wasn't 100% when they played the 49ers either. That'll make a difference. Yeah, that'll help um, for sure. But like, I, I who's, do, who's the number two? The uh, But here's the thing. That's, I, I don't like being um, a conspiracy theorist here but the NFL put your tinfoil hat on boys desperately desperately wants it to be Chiefs Packers in the Super Bowl well they want the two best quarterbacks to go it's to show down it's a rematch of Super Bowl 1 well get the fuck out of here it, at 100 it's a rematch of Super Bowl come 1 come on man here's another thing this is some insider info Packers are suddenly telling their fans they can get in the lottery for the Super Bowl tickets now teams never release that before the AFC NFC championship is decided I've never seen that in all my years in my industry my boss said the same thing I'm not I'm saying the refs will keep this game close we've seen them do this before they're good they favor calls but, and they want it to be close. They don't want blowouts in the NFC, especially with dynasty teams like if, these two. If Green Bay goes on the fucking road against the best defense in the NFL and does that, that's going to piss I, me the well, fuck off. If, if Green Bay can put up points on like they did last time and force Jimmy Garoppolo into a shootout, that's where you have a chance. You, ha- you, you have a chance, but Garoppolo's also proven he could throw with the best yeah, if he has to. He, he's, he, he's proven that he can do it. He's done it a couple times this year, but he's still not on Aaron Rodgers' level yet. Well, I, there are a few people who are. I get that. Yeah, what exactly. I'm saying is that he, like, can, he, he absolutely to. can do it. Yeah. It's just, I think it will be closer. I still think I think San Francisco is going to win 24-21. I think, San Francisco, I think San Francisco wins 35-21. Okay, Josh? Uh, I'm gonna take the Packers. Okay, I dude, I don't think you're crazy. And I actually think it's gonna be a low-scoring game. Well, low-scoring by these team standards. You think like fourteen ten? No, I'm thinking like imagine twenty-four twenty-one. That's actually that's a that's a pretty good game. That's a last-second field goal. That's not bad. That, yeah, that, that that's a good title game. I, 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 dude, I would love any of these matchups. Honestly, like I, I'm, I'm about it. I think it's gonna be really fucking cool. I, I, I think if the Titans make it, it's very special. I think if it's not San good Francisco, for me business wise, if the Titans of, get in, of course not. <laughs> if, if if San Francisco gets in, that's a big, that's a big deal. Too. Yeah, of course. Any would you get the? I mean, the Chiefs are a wildly popular team too. Their fan base is crazy. Yeah, they have a full. Fickle fucking pieces of shit because they always fucking lose. The Chiefs Twitter is so fucking annoying. Oh, Broncos, fuck you. When was the last time you were relevant outside of this fucking asshole? Are what, you, Trent Green? Uh, how Shut mad up. are you going to be if the Chiefs do win the Super Bowl? Watch the Nationals win the World Series. Watch the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. Just put, just, Watch the Pets fire belt run. <laughs> Happen. Yeah, it's, it's gonna. It's are gonna you happen. Like following Twitter for updates. Yeah, that's what I've been doing. But th- they've said we're not making an announcement tonight. We're gonna fire him tomorrow. I'm gonna wake up to this, and my day is gonna be. I'm. I might my not go to work if that happens. My, my legitimately. Day, oh, I've, I've, oh I've, already, I've already said it to him before. I think we talked about it off air. If that does happen, legitimately, 
I'm not going opening day. I won't go to any I'm games. Not going like, to like game. I said this this afternoon, that's just peak Mets. It is. Right, let's is, talk about uh, this for a minute. Yeah, let's how go. does something that the Mets are not a part of? The Mets find their way into. Uh, because <laughs> they're the fucking Mets. They're cursed. They're a third-rate <laughs> they organization. Just, they just want to be a part of it. It doesn't matter what they do. They could be like, we see all that shit over there, so we're going to walk this way. Oh, we stepped in shit. That's what they do. And this is what happens every single time. It, it wouldn't have mattered if this didn't happen. They would have found a way to fuck something like up. It's there would have been some weird injury. Jeff McNeil would have gotten hurt fucking his wife. He would have tore his groin. Fucking Jacob deGrom injures his elbow and he's Tommy John from jerking off. It would have been something fucking stupid every single time. And now I'm going to get Fucking Luis Rojas is my fucking manager. <laughs> Yo, they're gonna rehire. They're gonna hire Eduardo Perez, who was the number two candidate. Be like, hey, here's your uh, the pitching coach and the hitting coach and the bench coach and the third base coach and the first base coach. You didn't hire. Good luck with that. You didn't want them. They're not part of your system, but you have to use them this year. That always goes really fucking well. It's gonna be disastrous. The Red Sox did that with Bobby Valentine when they hired. They fired Terry Francona. They stuck him with Terry Francona's pitching coach, hitting coach, all those, and they resented him because they weren't. The, he wasn't the guy that hired him. And how good were the Red Sox? To Bobby Valentine year. They were really they were a bad. fucking disaster. It doesn't fucking work. A month before spring training and these fucking Will Pond cunts should have came out the second that Hinch and the uh, Woodrow and then Coro stepped down, fired, whatever. They should have said, we have Beltron's back. We talked to him about this. He told us his involvement as a player. He promised us that would not be part of our organization. Don't talk to me about the Mets and integrity. A team it's that fired a pregnant woman because she was pregnant while not married. A team that nominated Jose Reyes as Man of the Year a year after he was arrested for domestic violence. That's awesome. A team that let their manager fight a reporter in the minor leagues and didn't fire him. A team that fired Willie Randolph at 3 in the morning New York time after a win in Los Angeles. That's so bad. And this team, the rumors are integrity is a big buzzword with the Mets. Is it a team that doesn't have a statue of Tom Seaver yet? It took them how long to retire Mike Piazza's number? Integrity. Dude, it's just it's it's just, it's just a calamity of bullshit. Like it just Dude. it just doesn't make any sense and to me. Like how, how how do you make that much fucking money without having any fucking spine? Like a you, team that got in bed with Bertie Madoff <laughs> and then decided to use the team as an ATM after the fact. What are you doing? They stink. Oh, is that, is that what, it, what it is? No, it's fine. Oh, you're a fucking <laughs> Back dick. Back up a little bit and I'll keep going. The Mets, with their integrity and all the things they've done through the years, keeping guys up, bringing them down, keeping guys in the minors, so they they wouldn't have brought up Pete Alonso last year if not for the injury to Dom Smith yep. and Jed Lowry. God oh, how it. did Jed Lowry do last year? Dude, what, he, what, he have fucking six at-bats? I don't think he had one, to be assholes. honest. And now you're telling me that you're worried about Carlos Beltran because cocksucker Mark Teixeira said they should fire him. Mark Teixeira! Who won a World Series with the biggest cheater in, and liar in the history of Major League Baseball and Alex Rodriguez. My favorite Yankee. Your favorite Yankee. <laughs> your Seattle Seahawks set quarterback. <laughs> and also Andy Pettit, who took HGH. You played with cheaters. You won a World Series with cheaters. And all these fans that want to talk about how, what the Astros did were so bad. I guarantee you, if your team has won a World Series in the last 30 years, you had multiple steroid guys on there. You guys were stealing signs. It's going to be really bad when more teams are exposed for this because the can of worms is open and it ain't going in. It's not going back. Your whole team, all these teams are fucked. And 
the idea that the Astros should be the list. The, the idea that the Astros should be stripped of their World Series is fucking stupid. Yeah, that's asinine. It's fucking stupid. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's it's fucking ridiculous. Like, why didn't they come out and just support Beltron right away? Because they're and, fucking and honestly, adults, dude. And, and if they fire Beltron, mm-hmm. if they say if he steps down, it's because they told him to. If Beltron were the Yankees manager, Cashman would have gotten. In front of reporters, absolutely as soon absolutely. as Alex stepped down, immediately, as soon. yeah, absolutely, he would have said, "Listen, you know." And did you see the whole video of Alex Cora winking at the reporter? Did you see oh, that, that, that whole bullshit in 2019? This is video the scary. Tape, this is where I've, I've heard these. You know, Fuck they're not you. investigating the Yankees right now, but there, there's at least four teams being investigated right now. And they didn't say which, but when when Carlos Beltran came to the Astros, what was his team right before that? The Yankees. The Yankees. What team did he go to right after retiring as a player? Yankees. The, the math kind of adds up if that's a thing. And I'm one of these people. I don't think it's that big of a fucking deal. Yeah. I really don't. It, it It's cheating. The manager and general manager should have been suspended, and they were justifiably fired. I believe that yeah. 100%. The player should not be held accountable. I don't think that in any way. That includes Carlos Beltran. He was, was a player. player. Yes. The player should not be held accountable. At all. The Dodgers are the other team that's implicated because before he was the Astros bench coach, he was with the Dodgers as, I think, a third base coach or a field coordinator or something. Um, I... The whole thing is fucking stupid. Like we're acting like this is the the PEDs. Like I people I people defending the PEDs. Like well, it was just individuals. Or, it's, Yo, they used to give out amphetamines in the locker room. They had bowls of greenies. They were called take speed before the game. Well, it was the same thing. A lot of people have been saying is like Pete Rose won't get on the Hall of Fame. Oh, I'm so tired. People don't even know about why Pete Rose is suspended. They don't even know. They just think oh, he bet on baseball. They don't know the actual story. Well, Shut he, the fuck well, up. Well, because he shit talked the fucking. Yeah, he shit talked the guy on his deathbed. Yeah. His friend. Paul yeah. Giamatti's father. I know, I know, I know, <laughs> I know. How weird is that? Paul Giamatti's father was a commissioner of Major League Baseball. Yo, Paul Giamatti's the man, dude. But I, they're just, they're totally, the Mets are just pissing me off. And they can justify this by coming out. It, it, this will go away. If just let's bring training start. It's, He's going to have to answer questions. Yeah. Put out a press and be like, I'm going to answer any questions about it's, it. It's oh, just, the media's mad that he lied to them. He lied to them. A-Rod <sighs> lied to you for 30 years, and now he's your friend. Yeah, I don't care. Yeah, that dude. Not, I, didn't care, was, I didn't care while it was happening. Yeah, I know he you went did. On, you, he went on Francesa, and he lied. And I said, and Francesa, at the time, I said, this motherfucker is full of shit, shit but I don't care. Yeah, dude, A-Rod was juiced at Gills forever, dude, and no one gave a Yager shit. Jeter was juiced mm-hmm. up. Posada was juiced up. And Posada was, was absolutely and, juiced up. Look how big And I was at his first game back, and I fucking stood up when he hit that home run. <laughs> yeah. I was so fucking excited. Yeah, yeah dude. Remember, that was 2009. I was in Florida, and I remember I wasn't even watching the game, but I got a notification on my phone. I'm like, of course he did. Of <laughs> course he stupid. did. But uh, I just let him answer the questions. Let's say, you know, I'm embarrassed. You just have to say, I'm embarrassed I did that. You know, or I was always taught look for an edge, and I know other teams were doing it. Just say that. Well, it's just, it's one of these things and where... fuck Mike Fryers for being the guy that started all this. Just Pussy. an asshole, dude. Pussy. I just, I, I'm so tired of this, like, this, this spineless organization and this bu- these bullshit owners. Because you are right. It's run like it's fucking Dan Snyder or the, Gilbert the with, the, with the... third-rate organization. With I the Cavaliers. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, challenge you on that. I'm just trying to say, like, the way the Mets run things, owners in baseball are supposed to kind to back up mm-hmm. like the Steinbrenners are a particular case because they just say you need to go get that guy but they don't say cut this guy cut that guy and you know what you really only hear from them once a year yeah exactly and George George was way more hands-on than the current oh yeah but he, oh, sure. and he also had a, a really long stretch of being terrible as an owner for a long time mm-hmm. but the Wilpons 
They want a GM that will listen to what they say and do what they say. But they don't know baseball. No, they don't. This I I hope Steve Cohen comes in now and saying this is the guy I want when I take over. Uh, it'll say a lot if that if they fire him. Well, it's well. So what's happening right now? And I have re- been reading a lot on this because I've been so enthralled with it all day, just ruining my fucking day. Is that we're going to see how much control Steve Cohen actually yeah, has facts. at this point? Because if 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 facts I'm if, if I'm Steve <laughs> if I'm Steve Cohen, that was actually pretty good. Yeah. If I'm Steve Cohen, the first thing I'm saying is I'm I, dude. I'm calling whoever I got to call right now up. and listen and say what whatever Jeff and Frank and whatever the fuck these pieces of shit name are. Fuck this them. Is some Al He's Davis my shit. guy. This is some Al Davis shit. It Dude, really it's, is. It's disgusting. Like you're not. It's even disgusting getting... what he did. The fucking uh, what the fat fuck, John Madden, and then like the fact that they're gonna do it. To, I'm not saying Carl Beltran is Russell is a great player. <laughs> He's stupid. <laughs> Draft Darius Harewood Bay in the first round. Stupid. <laughs> no, but like it's it's it's. I don't understand how we could be simpletons yo, and see the I, writing on the wall I, and see what the right thing to do is. Yo, you want to know the truth? If I was an Astros fan and people were like, oh, your your thing is tainted. I would wear my Astros World Series t-shirt every day for a fucking month. I'd buy a replica ring. I'd find a kid wearing a shirt of a... T- uh, whatever fan is talking shit. And I'd punch him right in the fucking forehead with my ring. Like Ace Ventura when he gets punched to see if the diamond's missing. I'd punch him right in the fucking head. <laughs> I don't care what my players are doing to win. Fucking win. I don't care if they're cheating. All right, Al. I don't give a fuck if they're cheating. Sorry, baseball's always been about cheating. Electronic surveillance in baseball goes back to 1951 between the Dodgers and Giants. That's how far back it's going. And suddenly it's this new system? Are you kidding me? And now they want to adopt the catcher and the pitcher wear fucking earpieces. No, that's dumb. I want to see the signs. Sign stealing's part of baseball. Not to the level the Astros were doing (coughs) it, but sign stealing is absolutely part of baseball. You cannot tell me otherwise. No, I, I I think there's something to it. Especially because Beltron was good at picking up like when one of the great sign stealers of all time. And it's great like, at it. But again, it's what Dan is saying. It's part of the game. You know what I mean? If it's, if your signs are that bad to be picked up on that quickly, change them. You're a professional organization. These are the same. Oh my God! Fuck him. Oh no! I thought that was uh, Jarvis. Never mind. I apologize. No, I thought that was Jarvis. No. So what I'm saying is, like, it's the same thing when um when like when when uh when like a hitter hits a home run and does a trot and the pitcher gets pissed. You're a professional fucking athlete and you're a grown ass man. If that fucking annoys you, don't you should be a run. professional athlete. Pitch better, stupid. I don't care. Shut the when, fuck I don't up. Care when guy, the only I, person I don't care gets pissed, mad, and bumped because he's fucking hilarious. I don't care. I do. I like when pitchers get mad. I I do. I like, like when it. they get mad, but don't fucking throw at them. No, Pitch better. Well, it depends on when you throw at them. Well, when Cole Hamels throws at Bryce Harper, welcome to the league. Douche. I remember when Roger Clemens like used to get mad. <laughs> when he throw the bat at Piazza. Even guys in the Yankees are like, what is he doing? I didn't like, know I had the bat. <laughs> yeah, like, How fucking stupid do you think <laughs> we are? I didn't know it was the bat. I was like, okay, even if it was the I ball. Know. Even if it was the ball. This ain't dodgeball, motherfucker. You can't peg him to get him out. A wooden cylindrical object happens to find its way into your right hand. He only hated Piazza because Piazza fucking owned him. Piazza, like, every time you face Piazza, home run. So fucking dumb, dude. All right, I can't do it. I'm getting, like, my heart heart is pounding. All right, so let's let's do the one last thing. Let's just do UFC super quick, and then that's it. Um, UFC this weekend, Conor McGregor versus Cowboy Cerrone. Because I like we're running a little long because we missed last week. Yeah, I think Conor's going to knock him out in the second round. Well, you said the big thing with Cowboys, Cowboy has issues with uh, South I think he's two and six in his career against South Paul's so, and he's been finished in four of those fights. Now here's the thing because Cowboy is a good enough striker that I think again like sure. I said again it's fighting you know who knows what the fuck's actually going to happen but until uh, it, 
popular belief is Connor's gonna ha- has a piston for the left hand. He's gonna go right down the pipe and punch him right in the fucking nose. Yeah. And that's a wrap. Um, I also there's uh, some concern about the health of Cerrone right now. He's apparently walking around Vegas with a limp. Well, as Ari- um, Ariel Hawani posted when they did the face yeah, off, you yeah. saw him limping when they he doesn't the look good off. in the face and the weight cut and his yeah. voice doesn't sound good. He's taking a lot of shots to the head. He's also it looks like a bad weight cut to me. Too. Yeah, uh, I'm t- which but, is I mean, weird because it's one seventy. I mean, it's possible that he, he's fucking drinking beer all the time. Like <laughs> shit. Um, but I'm taking Cowboy or Ka- Connor second round TKO. Uh, I'll just take Connor to win. I'll just take a money line on okay, that. Okay, Josh. To be honest. Uh, yeah, I'm taking Connor. All right. What? All right. Cool. I mean, I mean, is there anything else on the card that we care Nothing about? Nothing that I no. care about. No. Nothing I just, that I remember. I'm just, sure there's something I care about. Hold on. Let me just look really we, we quick. Just, we, I mean, to be honest, like to just. I'll just tell all you. this is is Connor's welcome back party for sure, and, and like they're basically feeding Cerrone to him at this point because all signs point to him and Habib no hitting again nope. at one point. What nope. are you talking about? It's not going to be that right away. I'm not saying right away. I'm saying it's going to happen. Connor at some will fight point. again before that. No. You're, you're, oh yeah, they want to do that eventually. I'm, I'm saying they're on a collision uh, course. It's just a matter of time. Yeah. Well, and also. Deontay Wilder's fighting Tyson Fury again. Um, okay, so okay, Holly Holmes fighting Raquel Pennington. That's, that's a good. That's one. an okay fight. That's a good, that's a good fight. Um, Oleski Olenek. Uh, that's a good. He's he, his record is crazy. He's fifty-seven and thirteen. That's so stupid. Uh, against Maurice Green, eight and three. Claudia Gajea against uh, Alex Grasso. Anthony Pettis against Carlos Diego Ferreira. Um, good fights. They're solid. Solid. Um, main but event. It's a main event driven card. Yeah, exactly. Right. All right, guys. This is episode eighty four. You watch. I listen. Thanks for sticking around for two and a half hours. Um, Josh, thanks for sticking around for about an hour and fifteen. I think yeah. about that. Welcome back. Picks this week being as an oceans while we both wonderlessly perish. Parasite. Yeah. Parasite. And also welcome back our friends at BetDSI. Yes. Glad to have you welcome guys back friends. aboard. And uh, again, thank you to BetDSI, Lobo Sound, Shots for Likes podcast. We will see you guys next week. Josh. Not Josh. Bye, Josh. Bye, Josh. Bye, Josh.